Hello, and welcome to Geek Cinema Podcast, a podcast where my friends and I have a conversation over a geeky, nerdy, and fanboy or fangirl movies alike. We're not experts or an educational podcast. We're just a group of friends who like talking about sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and superhero movies. My name's Everett, and welcome to our 2017 review episode. We did a 2016 review episode last year, and we're keeping up the tradition. We're doing countdowns. We're doing other countdowns, uh, we're, and then we'll talk about some other stuff early on in the podcast. There are major spoilers for only Spider-Man Homecoming is what I've got written down here, but there might be minor spoilers for other stuff if we start talking about stuff and you haven't seen it, and you're afraid of spoilers, you might skip ahead, but I don't think there is anything that should bother you. Uh, real quick, I wanted to explain a couple things. Who Kyle is, we just start talking about Kyle, and if you're a new listener, you don't know who that is. Kyle is a longtime uh, guest on this podcast, and we just decided to throw his list in there. He's a great guy. Go back and listen to some of his episodes in the show notes. You can find who is on each episode. And then I wanted to explain real quick, Trent is, tells a story in here and mentions he's 20, and I wanted to get across, we're not creeps, we're not weirdos, just hanging out with this 20-year-old. Uh, Trent has a, is a, has a younger viewpoint, and we like having that on the podcast. He's a cool dude. We're not weirdos. <laughs> okay, I've been talking too long, and this is a really long podcast. Let's go join Trent, Matt, Kindle, and myself for our 2017 review episode. Enjoy the conversation. I, most of the things that I have to talk about are, are somewhere we're going to talk about as uh, we go. Yeah, we, uh, we have a decent <laughs> amount to talk about because Happy New Year! Wow, you're a little fucking late. <laughs> oh, we, yeah, we're late. Uh, we, took we took another hiatus. break. Yeah. Um, once again, this is our second break since we've been podcasting and both times we're on accident because <laughs> we couldn't get it. Well, so we... We actually did the last, we didn't get it scheduled not, right. Last year was 2017, and the year before that was 2016. Yes. Good, and good job. And the last podcast we recorded in 2016 was Assassin's Creed, and we did oh not post it. Oh, my fucking God. Are you serious? Because it, it wasn't up to par. It was, it was so not bad. very good. It was very <laughs> bland Boring. conversation. Bad, movie, bad podcast. <laughs> and... We did it again. Did, did, was it was just me that heard that? I heard no, that I bassy heard that. Yeah. tone. Okay, <laughs> the, there's a, a truck. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Uh, okay, I think it, okay, it's past <laughs> it's the wildlands out there. <laughs> and so this past year, 2017, our last podcast we recorded was The Shape of Water, which was a good Ooh. movie, a really good movie. But we all loved it, <laughs> so and we're just like, I like that. I, I went I like back that. through it afterwards. I'm like, I don't know if I'll post this, and I went back and listened through it. And I'm like, this is no, I'm not posting. Oh. It was basically, I I think I had a bad day and so I just wasn't in the mood to talk and Kindle didn't seem in the mood to talk and so it's just Matt <laughs> you, I, I'm the one like rambling and like throwing this out and throwing that out and, yeah. and I just wasn't catching them I'm sure we'll have discussion about it right here right now so. a, a little bit Wait, I'm gonna I think we're gonna avoid all spoilers mostly spoilers I'm gonna spoil this. everything I talk about <laughs> Yes, uh, you will. <laughs> it's inevitable. And so I guess we'll see if our end of the year curse continues this oh, year. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're going to we nail a, it. A really bad conversation that's at the end of the year. Said. Impossible. Or he said. Uh, the, the other thing that's changed since then, 
Uh, Matt is starting a podcast. Mm, Matt, Matthew. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm always I'm excited s- when my friends go on journeys of creativity. Got bored with this old this old cast. Nah, I just can't <laughs> talk to them about. I could talk to them about the shit I like the Italian horror films that I want to talk about. Mm. So it's called Picture It: The Unique World of Italian Horror, and uh, they would probably at some point just start locking the door. And be like, you are not allowed back. <laughs> I still need to I'm watch sorry, the film. Did we not lock the door initially. before you got here? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, Do you recommend it to people who aren't like initiated already? Yeah, because I'm going to try. So the first episode's introduction gives you kind of like, it's like, hey, this is me, and this is what I intend to do with it. It's going to be, um, and we'll probably post that on Geek Cinema's feed too, just to support. Just yeah, yeah. to introduce it for anybody else. Looking for it. That, that'd be cool. Um, so the first episode is just kind of, um, it's just going to tell you a little bit about me and what this podcast outsets for, or the outset is here. It's a conversation. I'm going to get into some of the more like the nitty gritty, like I'm going to tell you all about the behind the scenes stuff that's going on, the politics of the time, the themes of the film that you may not realize are there and how everything in Italy is weirdly connected. Like every film there is probably five to ten people that have worked on every horror film that have come out of Italy since 1959. Huh. It's insane. Like, I started looking into it, and that's what got me interested. I was like, hmm. oh, God, this is connected. This is Like, you've seen the meme where it's like, uh, it's the guy from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and he's got, like, a bunch of, like, post-it notes and stuff, and they've <laughs> got, like, red lines to everything, and he's like, this, like, like that is how I felt. That's mm. what your house looks like right now. Kind of. So is it going to be like a film per cast per episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Um, there'll be there'll be a couple uh, I'm going to do that uh, I, I think are interesting. It's called like seeing double. And it's where you've got. And so there's seeing double. Uh, you've got two films that share a lot of the same DNA, but they're different. Or maybe like it's kind of a, an American uh, inspired take on the old Italian film. Uh, so combine those into one and everything's going to be a series like the initial series that's going to kick off is all about one guy and how he kind of kick-started all of the Italian horror oh. stuff and so on so and it's so going to be cr- chronological then? it's not going to be entirely chronological but the first year is very chronological mm, that's cool I'll just check it out <laughs> Cause like I met, cause I was like, I've got all these things and like, I mapped it all out and I was like, I have five years worth of stuff. I don't know if it'll really uh, last that long. Uh, I'd love for it to, I'm only doing two a month. It's going to drop on the 14th and the 28th. And, uh, yeah. And so, that's a solo venture then. It is a solo venture. I'm going to get the, I'm going to recruit these guys for the first one. Oh God. You're going to make me watch a movie. I'm gonna make you watch. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you guys probably watch two movies. Uh, One we've talked about for a long time doing, which is the Alien Alien Two sequel, and the other one is Planet of the Vampires, which is uh, which inspired Alien and Prometheus heavily. Like that's where Ridley got a lot of the ideas. Interesting. Sweet. Yeah. uh, So we've teamed up to release Picture It side by side with Geek Cinema. Um, We've started a podcasting network yeah, called second mob media and i'm hoping to get more podcasts on eventually so since we've been gone for a few weeks uh movies <laughs> have been seen movies yes. have been seen so uh i <laughs> this year 
I told myself it, it is a New Year's resolution. His I goal. was going to watch as many movies as I possibly no could. No set number. No set number. Just I wanted to watch them. Did you make it through the hundred sci-fi? I did not make it through that. Ah. I'll have to get to through that eventually. But so I watched more movies than I've probably ever watched in a year. Mm-hmm. I watched more new movies than I've definitely ever watched. I think I hit my personal record last year for sure, which was like 20 or 21. I don't think I've ever watched that many new movies in a year just because I'm I'm boring. Mm. Um, You're creative and have a lot more going on. I, I am a busy bee, and um, my family was poor. So I didn't get a, yeah. get get to the movies a lot when I was a child. Oh yeah, my this God. is. The, I will tell Shut you. Up. This, <laughs> you know, honestly, like this is the most I've been to the movies in probably since I worked since in you theater. Worked it. Like it's crazy how much I've realized I went to the movies with you. I was like, holy shit! Like, uh, but by the end of the year, I was getting real close to a number, and I'm like, I'm gonna try to meet that number. Three hundred sixty-five. Oh shit! Yeah, that's the one. No, hey, people try and do a movie a day. They that's do. A they goal. do a challenge. That's it is hard. fucking crazy. Spoiler: It is not that high. <laughs> it's close. Uh, but so I, I'll reveal it in a minute. But as I'm getting there, December 29th, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I got a few more movies to watch. So I watched Hans Zimmer's True Masterpiece, which is Muppet Treasure Island. Oh my! Beautiful. I love that movie with Tim Curry. It's fantastic. Classic. Uh, Classic. Then 1230, the 30th, one day away from New Year's Eve, Kendall and I sat down. We watched two 2017 movies. Mm-hmm. As my 2017 movie list was getting to an even number. Mm-hmm. We watched Silence. Mm-hmm. Scorsese's Silence. Starring Andrew Garfield and Liam Neeson and uh, Adam Driver. Yes. Mm. Mm. Love Adam Driver. It's a dark, depressing movie, as though you would suspect from a Scorsese film. And The Big Sick. Yes. Oh, yeah. The comedy of the year. Yeah. Well, did you like it? I loved it. Yeah. Yep. Great movie. It's on Amazon Prime. Highly recommended. It's Amazon Prime original, so you can go check it out. If you have Amazon Prime. <laughs> right. right. Of course you do. Yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> Who's living in this world that doesn't <laughs> Free two-day shipping. For Come real. Mm. Uh, and then 1231, New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. I've got a few more movies to watch. So I sat down, watched 2017's Netflix original, The Myrowitz Stories, starring... Uh, let's see who we got. We got... Rain Man himself, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. We got Adam Sandler. We got something tells ben Stiller. Me none of these people could save the movie, could they? It was a great movie. Was it? Highly recommended. I walked in, he was watching it, and I was like, "I'm not interrupting. This looks good." It's a yeah. I would watch it. Very, very compelling dramedy. I don't like, okay, so I don't like comedy. We've talked about this, but like there was a Netflix original. Uh, it had Adam Sandler and David Spade in it. This is not a Netflix no, original Adam no, Sandler no, movie. No, just no, so no, 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 no. And no, like no. That, that, that was bad, no. but for some reason I was like, 
I was like, that didn't work for me, but I'll try the other Adam Sandler Netflix original, which was like the Ridiculous Six. Mm. No, no, that was no, bad no, too. No, and no. I was just like, I, I just like, I just don't like comedy. I just don't like comedy because like I was reading these I think reviews. He was like, okay, I got what you're saying. Let me reel it back and do something else. Yeah, I guess because like Merowitz. But everybody yeah. talked about how they like those films. Yeah, this is, or especially uh, the Ridiculous Six. And I was just like, this. Does you have not- to like stupid comedy. This is incredibly dramatic, which makes me ask the lifelong question why is adam sandler doing these movies he does when these dramas he does are great they are good. he's a he's a very good dramatic actor punch drunk love if you punch drunk seen love that? yeah uh yep <laughs> i recommend it it was fun it was i enjoyed uh, the touching small bit that i saw so and uh i rang in the new year with? rang in the new year <laughs> with my new tradition spider-man 3 <laughs> I'm gonna watch it every year. I watched I watched the uh the editor's cut. How was finally that? on my four K. It it it's not it's not available in four K. That was pretty upsetting. I bought the four K uh two uh fifteen year pack and Spider Man three doesn't come in four K. The editor's cut. Mm. The theatrical does. It's about the same. We'll go over it in a few weeks. Because uh, when we watch n- it, I want to see that. Our next yeah. uh, few episodes are the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, and we're gonna talk we, about the difference God. between the editor's cut okay. and the and we gotta original. we gotta we have to we have to do the Amazing Spider-Mans. You wanna know why? Because we'll all Hold watch on, I'm, them, I'm and we will have my list we will have <laughs> controversy on opinions. <laughs> we'll eventually get to <laughs> them. I actually <laughs> like them. I, I mean, they're not great. They're not as good as the ones you like, but I like them. I like the first one. One more than I like the first Amazing Spider-Man movie a lot. I'll just say that mm. I like it a lot. Mm. I liked it a lot too. Well, we'll get to it eventually, sometime. No, we're gonna, we're gonna, we've we're got, got we've got, we've got some stuff sure. planned. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <sighs> Trent, what did you watch? <laughs> like in in general? This yeah, year? just lately. Just lately. Um, well. All of you guys saw Shape of Water. So did I. I was not on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. But I have very positive thoughts about it. And I will be talking about it later today. Exciting. No spoilers. Um, and did I watch anything else? Uh, when saw The Man Who Invented Christmas with my family in theaters. And it actually wasn't terrible. But Sounds terrible. It, it definitely wasn't anything worth talking about. It's just but about Charles Dickens. Basically, yeah. Uh, and he You're saw Charles the characters Dickens. in reality. Had conversations with them, so. Huh. But I mean, it has like an eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's, it's, it works as a film, but, but it's nothing, <laughs> and super special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty much it, uh, as far as I can remember. What else did we watch? We watched stuff, but I don't remember. We watched stuff, just those two. I watched something. Well, we watched stuff together. We watched Bring It On. I made him watch Bring It On. <laughs> I like that movie. That it's something. not bad. I lo- it's funny. I, 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 yeah, it's stupid funny. I was like, funny, it's supposed it's, to be funny. It's yeah. not serious. And yeah. he was like, what the hell? So he had never seen it, so I made him watch it. Um, the Fault in Our Stars. I made him watch that. You made him cry. Yes. No, it didn't break me. Yeah. Oh, Come shit, on. I'm like cried. a rock. I didn't cry. I, I am was the rock. I think I like wasn't. It. I don't think I was in the mood to cry, and so I just held it back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, "Nah, you're he not breaking it. me." Yeah, it was good. I've been training him to watch That's that for cute. a while, so that was... I like I like Ansel since Baby Driver. Mm-hmm. So. Right, right. We've decided this year. We last year or the year before, we would do. He'd pick a movie, I'd pick a movie, then we'd pick a movie together. We cut out the pick a movie together because we can never agree on anything. So now he picks a movie, I pick a movie. Uh-huh. I like that. 
That does sound nice. So those are my two picks. We watched something else, didn't we? Yeah, because I had two picks, but I don't remember the other one. One was oh, it was uh, Fundamentals of Caring. Great because I saw it for the first time last year. Kindle, I hadn't seen it. So. I like that a lot, a lot, a lot. I binged the uh, um, the end of the fucking world. How is that? I liked it a lot. Okay, I want to see it. He would not like it. Had he was like, it looks too dark, but it's like super dark comedy. Okay, then I would probably like that. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I watched uh, Dead Man Tell No Tales. Yeah, how was that? It was okay. Not was as it, bad as the fourth. I was going to say, was it, well. It's a, it would have been a good fourth. How do you rank them? One's probably the best, right? I'd say that, but you know, I've seen them all so many freaking times. Yeah. I just consider the first three one big story because it's ridiculous. Yeah. So this would this would be good to tack on at the end. Okay. And get rid of the fourth completely. You didn't like on Stranger Tides at all. Mm-mm. No. I only saw it once and I was like, this is stupid. So boring. So boring. This movie was long and at one point I was a little bored, but overall I was pretty entertained. Okay. And it was it was different. I mean it, it was kind of the same, but a little bit different so that it was at least entertaining. So how about we start off, kick it off. What up? Kick it. What? With our biggest disappointments of the year. Uh, I don't even we honestly saw a lot know. This year. Okay, well, I've got five, so if you want to just kind of go around. Okay, the, I do not have that many. If you want to go around the room, like one at a time, how many do you have? Uh, I've probably got two. How many Was do you I have, supposed Trent? to do that? Not necessarily. Okay. I mean, you you remember the movies that like disappointed you. You had high expectations and they let you down. Really okay. Remember. Well, I can ramble on about my first three, and then we'll we'll jump in. I'll just tag on to, to everybody two. else's. When we get to two, you can do your second, and then I'll do mine. How many you got, Trent? I feel I should say this. It's a little bit embarrassing. I've watched thirteen movies this year. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, or twelve actually. So, one. I'm month. literally snipping. I'm just snipping two out of my top That's 10. That's pretty close for me last year. Oh, really? It's just 20. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I've, I, I can have a, a good deal. Good, movies this year. good deal of yeah. good movies I've seen, but I definitely did not see everything. Okay. So, I'll just talk about my first three, and then when I get to two, I want you to go. Okay. Okay. So, my fir- number five is Jeepers Creepers 3. I love... You had expectations for that? <laughs> 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 for, <Hold on. laughs> for a three in a horror franchise that's how old i know right they're old but like one and two are some of my favorite fun horror movies like to date i like the second one has ray wise and one of the craziest performances but like you actually believe what he's doing and the creeper is such an interesting has always been to me like an interesting villain like i feel like he could be like, especially on scooby-doo right um <laughs> I feel like he could be like a like a horror icon if they if they would have handled him right. And the first two films do, but then they kept losing funding and part of that's because there's like a bunch of bad history behind the scenes with the director. So the third one comes out and I'm like, "Okay, they'll do the third one and they'll tie this thing up, right?" Mm-hmm. Like that was my one thing. I just wanted it to be tied up. No, they do a film that's set in between one and two. Oh, amazing and it's like why the f- why why even <laughs> do that you have the money to finish the fucking story finish the goddamn story don't go back and tell us what happened between one and two that you kind of told us about in two anyway oh man All right, so that was really disappointing 
Um, number four, Wonder Woman. I hate you. Oh God. I was so disappointed to okay, here, here, this is where it comes from, is cause Suicide Squad, right? Saw that. And sucked ass. No, listen. Sucked ass. <laughs> no, you know it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the worst. It was okay. It, wasn't, <laughs> it was the worst. <laughs> it was not the worst thing ever, but it wasn't it the, the greatest worst. thing ever. It's the worst. But my problem is the formula. You follow Batman Superman and that's got more of an intricate formula, but the same it's the same essential three act structure that's present within Suicide Squad and then they fucking repeat it. I love the first two acts of Wonder Woman. It's amazing. So good. Loved it. When they get to the third act and it is literally the video game boss battle that we've seen at the end of Super Batman Superman and Suicide Squad, it's like what the fuck? Like that it, it kind of ruined it for me. Like it took it took a lot away from that movie. Hmm. Because it was going so so good. Yeah, it got so, brainless maybe clarify, I didn't see it. Matt loves the movie. He just hates the end battle. <laughs> I don't. What did you expect Wonder Woman to do at the <laughs> like, end of her movie? Not fine. I thought it was going to be something more. Uh, she goes home and no, I didn't. Up something in the microwave. I didn't expect that. Like I expected that. You know, I I figured something would happen with Steve Trevor, um, but I didn't expect the villain to just be a CGI mess again. Like mm. I didn't want. I didn't want that. Like I wanted her to. She. You could do something interesting and have her actually fight hand to hand with something that's not crazy overpowering like over her, but like about the same because she has villains like that, like Cheetah and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I feel like those would have been so much more interesting than here's Ares. And the truth of the matter is that they actually shot the ending completely different and went back and added all like added the CGI Ares. Mm. There's another Patty Jenkins talked about it. Like, recently that there was a whole nother ending to that film but they didn't feel like there was enough action so they made her go back and do that yeah it's the dc warner brothers just suffers from michael bay syndrome oh i did not it just takes so much out of that movie like that was so disappointing to me after being after enjoying like the first two-thirds of the film mm-hmm. number three is lego batman i hate you again <laughs> i just kind of knew what I, I like don't get me wrong like yeah, uh, I, I I didn't have high expectations anyway, but I didn't like how they handled Batman. I just didn't I just didn't like it. It wasn't for me, and that's fine. It's a good film. People like it. It's not for me. No, get number out. two is all you. Uh, The Dark Tower. God, I forgot no, I about that ha- movie. I still <laughs> haven't sucked. seen that one. So it's, uh, oh it's a God. long time coming. So Stephen King fans love this. I've never read them. Of course not. I don't read books. <laughs> I'm a movie guy. <laughs> and so, but either way, Idris Elba, Matthew McConaughey, this movie is going to be great. Oh, man. What a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was. Oh, God. From from what I hear, like, I, I don't know. I want to see it, and I own it, but, like, I, every time I've gone to, like, oh, I should check this out, like, no, not today. <laughs> Not today, Satan. Um, okay, so my number two is The Mummy. I I thought that was going to be a lot better than what it was. Like, the some of the marketing looked... Now, the first trailer was terrible because of Tom Cruise's scream, <laughs> but the trailer looked like it could be promising, could be interesting with the dark universe and whatnot. Mm. And... Couple it couldn't long. make up... It couldn't make up its mind what it wanted to be, and that was really disappointing. Like, the first... 
I don't know, first 30 minutes where it's actually kind of like more of a horror film was great. And then it turns into a comedy, awkward romance yeah, thing. Okay. Insert noise. Of <sighs> and, ah, yeah, yes. And American ah, Werewolf and London ah, Ripoff. Ah, like just, <laughs> just not for me. So oh, yeah. what's your number one? Boo. Uh, my number one disappointment, since you're disappointing people in the room, uh, Ghost in the Shell. Really? I I loved the original. Yeah. And I love ScarJo, so I was expecting big things. Big yeah. things. I was expecting me maybe dumbed down a little bit, but it was dumbed down. It was all spectacle, no no substance, huh? Yeah, very yes. uh very uh um, I haven't even seen the original generic plot. Yeah. That sucks. So yep, it's it's fine. It happens. Shit happens. I, My number. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Continue. I was just gonna say, out of the twelve movies I watched, I just picked the one I liked the least as my most disappointing. That's just Beauty and the Beast. I thought it was lame. It's like the live I action. Really like get the action. fuck out really? of my house. I really, I really thought that was beautiful, man. Yeah, I thought I, it just didn't touch I me. I loved that movie. I, I thought everything they added was absolutely wonderful. I was entertained the whole time. I had fun. I don't know what the hell you guys' problems is. I thought it was fine. No, I, 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 I'd much rather fine, watch the I animation. Just, it just but. didn't touch me. I think I'm the, I think the, the only... Oh, oh, fucking love it. So my number one disappointment has a lot in common with my number three disappointment, and that is Justice League. And it disappoints me because of how they handled Batman. And because... <laughs> and because... It was going to be so much more, and the seams are so apparent that it's just, it's hard to watch. Like, for me, like, I can't, when I watch the movie, I just see, I see all the, like, oh, we redid this, oh, we redid this, and oh, like, all of a sudden, like, yeah, he was in Gotham, and he flew up, uh, he flew up to fucking wherever the fuck it was to meet Aquaman, and uh, suddenly he's grown a beard that surely takes almost a month to get, not a day. So, uh maybe nitpicks but just batman's not a fucking jokester and if you think that then you need to get your shit together and you need to get it all together yeah you know i didn't love justice league but i had no expectations for it to be a good movie yeah so. i had low expectations so it didn't disappoint me i was mm, pretty same. i was ha- happily watching the movie by the end of it i was like this is not that good of a movie but i liked it uh mine was a little lower than that i said this is not a good movie but i'm i'm i can turn my brain off and enjoy it for now (laughs) that's harsh Eh, is it (laughs) popcorn movies you know exist i like popcorn movies but like i don't know it could have been so much add some butter on it yeah you see the potential that's what makes it hurt that's yeah that's exactly i'm I'm a little out there right now uh so last year we we went through the top 10 list on rotten tomatoes and read those movies so i want to do that again all right just list these off see see because i feel like i've seen almost all of these Oh, we didn't see number I, one. I've seen Shit. all but one of these. I think Kendall has too. So yeah. for number ten, War for the Planet of the Apes. Mm. Yep, saw that. Great I think everyone in here saw that. Uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Great yeah. fucking mm. movie. We all saw that. Oh. Thor: Ragnarok. Good movie. Number eight. Number seven, Baby Driver. We just did a podcast. We just uh, watched not nerdy thirty driver. over there. Did you recently. calibrate your TV? I did some. I did, redid the lighting at least. Number six, oof, oof. Logan. 
Earlier this year, we saw that. Number five, Ladybird. I'm going to stop you now mm-hmm. and say that Logan Lucky is better than Ladybird. <laughs> yes, there were two Logans this year. Uh, yeah, I, I actually agree with that statement. Ladybird was definitely a disappointment for me. But I liked Ladybird. It was a great movie. It was a good movie. But it was way over high. Yes, and mm, for okay. to for be on number anyway. five on this fucking list, no, I'm sorry. Uh, number four, Matt, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. <laughs> wow. Uh, number three, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Number Amazing. two, The Big Sick. Hell yeah. And number one, Get Out. That's the only wow. one we have not seen. Yeah, we haven't seen it. <laughs> no, and we, we own, own it. it now. <laughs> we haven't seen <laughs> we've, it. We've owned it since uh, Black Friday, and that, that's I on almost some streaming service it. too, right? That's on my. That's on my. It's not oh. on a streaming service oh. yet. Oh. Um, that's on my list of ones that I didn't get to see because I was well, like, let's watch I, it. I've got to watch it with you guys, or I'm not going to watch it at all. I know what I was thinking of. I think it's on HBO. It's just so much fucking hype. We talked about it. Like you with, need to chill out and just fucking watch. I it. I do need to chill out. <laughs> so. You want to run through late discoveries, Matt? I'm sure it's just me and you. All right. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I, this was Hi. the first year I kept a long list of all the movies I watched this year. I kept a list of rewatches. I kept a list I of I kept those. a list of the 2017 releases. He means he documented every movie he watched this year. And I kept I. a list of late discoveries, movies that had previously come out that I had never seen before. Bring it on. All right. Literally, so because that's one of them. Or how many do you have? I, I have, have a five. top ten. Oh, you have a top ten? Okay, I'll well, just go through them fast. Uh, I need to state it again, though. I feel like just in case there's haters out there that are just going to jump on over me. Poor kid. Uh, poor child. Poor, poor child. Poor when you get to, when you get to five, child. I'll jump in. Poor child of four. <laughs> yes. And so, uh, and one <laughs> one TV most of the life. Mm-hmm. So I'm catching up from all those years. Movie that I had thought I'd seen but hadn't actually seen all of hellboy wow such a good movie we went through the uh through the uh universal monsters movies in october and i found my favorite that i had never seen before son of frankenstein (laughs) have you watched it yet matt no i need to i need to i did pick up that frankenstein set that's great uh and then christopher nolan hadn't seen this one before Memento. 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 So good. It's in That's my top a great three movie. Chris Nolan movies now since I've seen it. Uh, about Time. It is About Time. Drama I didn't watch with it. Domhnall Gleeson and Rachel Adams. McAdams. Okay. McAdams. Mm-hmm. Mm. So close. Uh, and then The Abyss. I don't know that. That's your number Hadn't six? Hadn't seen it. Yep. Okay. It was beautiful. It was like Alien. John, Aliens John James Cameron. meets avatar meets sounds disgusting titanic it's kind of where he first started dipping his toe into all of the eco eco stuff so the alien he falls in love with an alien that's disgusting looking and then he falls off of a bow and dies yeah oh my god i'm sorry for spoiling it for you (laughs) Uh, i'll jump in here yeah but i think it was it was one of his best uh that's where we're at yeah so let me i'll tell you my number five you ready for this what Mm mm-hmm Escape from the Planet of the Apes. God dang, I hate that movie. <laughs> it's my favorite Planet of the Apes film. I will watch <laughs> that any day. Like, so hate much fun. My life so. right now. <laughs> uh, actually, I've got a nine because I'm going to move that to a different list. Uh, Kung Fu Hustle. Kung Fu Hustle, okay. I'd never seen it. Seth and I wa- sat down and watched it. Uh, we watched all the Stephen Chow movies 
Except for one. You're a Stephen he, Chow movie. Kendall and I watched Journey to the West. Oh my God, mm. I love a that A couple movie. years ago. We had never seen it before and I'd never seen any of his movies before. And we kind of accidentally watched it So too. then I think, we were like, did, what we're, the Did you hell? watch the soccer one? Shaolin Soccer with yeah. us? Ugh. Trent and Seth and I all watched Shaolin Soccer and then Seth and I watched Kung Fu Hustle. So nice. that was fun. Uh, Number four is uh, Terror Vision. Which is a lot has a lot of similar or a lot in common with like Killer Clowns. It's very aware of what it is. It has a theme song with the name in it. It has a theme song with the name in it. It is very silly. It's all about this monster that beams in through a satellite, like cable satellite dish into a house. Sounds great. Sounds yeah. like a uh, like paranormal cable guy. Paranormal cable guy. <laughs> Terror vision. <laughs> Number yeah. three. I just now got the pun. <laughs> For me, what we do in the shadows. Ah, that was a good one. I it was that hilarious. That's the vampire one. It was right? very creative. Okay. I, I don't think in, I can watch that. By in myself. love with Taika Watiti. Yeah, it's good. I love you too. Uh, my number three is House by the Cemetery, which is the Sea of Fulci. Uh, it's part of the Gates of Hell series, and it's got some of the most weirdest things I've ever seen, but one of the most killer th- theme songs as well. It's all instrumental. So that's all so. you care about is music. It's got to set the mood. It's got to set the mood. I understand. Uh, number two, and I have Trent to think, kind of, kind a of. little bit. You first suggested it to me, but then it was also on the top 100 sci-fi list. Akira. Uh, yeah. I walked out Best after five minutes. anime film I have ever seen. It's I need really to watch good. it again. It's been way too long. It's really good. So good. My number two is Phantasm series. Saw the fir- really saw the first one last year and went through two through five this year, and it was just it was a complete blast. There's a pod podcast of ours where I completely just ramble on for like ten <laughs> minutes about all the weird shit to do with that. So, uh, number one, Spirited Away. <laughs> it's the only movie this year that I watched three times. Mm. Blade Runner. Mm, I'd good. never seen it before. Always Fine. wanted to. It always sounded cool. Hate always looked cool. And I finally got around to watching movie. it and then liked it so much. I watched it a second time in the theatrical cut and then watched it a third time for our podcast. Enjoyed God. it every time. That's a good one. Hopefully, so, I will not have to watch it for five years. <laughs> we'll watch it next year. Don't worry. God, no. <clears throat> um, kind of want to watch it. Tonight. So, no. I, ha- I had an I, I had an honorable mention. I didn't I didn't bring up, but it was Ten Cloverfield Lane. That was fantastic. Mm, fucking was, great movie. Yeah. No, I loved. I'm so glad you showed it. Showed Seth and I that. Um, my number one is Suspiria, which you Suspiria. and I went and saw, and that was uh, it was an experience, and I'll never. I also can't forget it because, like, uh, the Blu-ray of it just came out. But, like, the opening bit, if you remember, like, it's set in the storm and all that shit. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know if you felt it, but I did. It's like the AC was blowing 100 degree or, like, 100 miles per hour on us. And I was freezing. I was like, I feel like I'm fucking there. <laughs> but, yeah, that was uh, it was wonderful to see the restoration of that. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was fun. I really appreciate you going. So, um, did you put any Blu-ray releases together? Because if not, I'll plow through these real quick. Uh, no, if I any, you wanna... definitely didn't. Okay, well, I did because like I'm a huge collector of physical media. Uh, so one of the films I'll talk about later. Uh, actually, I'll just give you three. So Soul Survivor, which is from Code Red, and I've been trying to see this movie for probably 15 years, but the DVD's been long out of print. And it is what inspired 
Final Destination. If you've ever seen those films, has anybody seen those films? I've seen part of one. It's so, seen a couple. so they, they like what happens is that there's a character who's meant to die, doesn't die, and then more or less like quote started death. a chain of death for other people. Yeah, death chases them because oh, it's trying to get effect. back to them. And this is the '70s film where that idea came from. It's pretty cool. Finally got to see that. Um, the Phantasm Collection, which has a bunch of bonus stuff and documentaries that like I love stuff like that, which is why I like physical media. And that's from Well Go. And number one is the House Collection from Arrow UK. I talked about House on here as a geek recommendation. <laughs> so silly. But they finally, they put them all in a set. You couldn't get four. Four has only ever been released in like a limited edition 500 numbered set back in the UK. Mm-hmm. And finally got to see that. And it actually ties a lot of loose ends of what's presented in one and two. So pretty cool. But those are those are Blu-rays. So if you guys want to actually start on the top ten, I am ready. Uh, I have one more list. What is that? <laughs> Before I read this one, th- this year because I saw so many movies, it was so hard to make my list. Mm-hmm. It it kills me. And I've I messaged in our group our group message the day after I made it. I said I made my list yesterday, and I'm already regretting it. Yeah. And so I watched a bunch of movies this year, including some 2016 releases. And that's why I said nine instead of 10 on my last list, Ah. because I rewrote my 2016 list. Okay. So my last year list was Captain America Civil War, Swiss Army Man, Doctor Strange, Star Trek Beyond, The Nice Guys, Jungle Book, the live action movie, Rogue One, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Pee Wee's Big Holiday, and 10 Cloverfield Lane. Since then, I've had more time to think about these. I've seen a couple of them again, and so I've rearranged them on my list and Added seen a new some one more and one. movies. So number 10, Trent's seen it. Uh-huh. Sing Street. Uh, yes, very good. This okay. is one of the best musicals I've ever seen. Love it. Then Rogue One got m- bumped down from seven. Do not like that movie at all. Then moved back up. 10 Cloverfield Lane because oh. we watched it again yes, we did. Uh, for a podcast the at the top of the year you can go back and listen to it then another podcast we did in non Nerdy 30 the nice guys got bumped down a bit Star Trek Beyond got bumped down a bit because this year I saw we just mentioned it the fundamentals of caring mm. Netflix original starring Paul Rudd tearjerker comedy go check it out Doctor Strange is now down at four. Then Taika Waititi, director of Thor Ragnarok. The Wild People. Hunt for the Wilder People. Wilder People. Number three now. And then number one and two are the same. Swiss Army Man and Captain America Civil War. But I I highly recommend those other ones that I discovered. Well, I... Great. I have a... I'm going to throw my honorable mentions in as we kind of go... But like uh, I have a three biggest surprises of the year. Are they on your list? They're no, they're biggest surprises. Oh, it's in not, like I thought they're they not favorites. They're, they're not favorites, but they they took me by surprise. They were like I kind of expected some of the stuff that's in my list to be there, but these films didn't make my list. But they were surprisingly so much better than what I thought. Um, number three is Split. Mm-hmm. It was an amazing movie. Um, it was really. Surprising. I didn't know what to, uh, you know, his, his, because we'd had a few bumpy, a few bumpy roads and moments. just, I don't know. I wasn't sure what to expect, but it was, it was awesome. Uh, number two is Spider-Man homecoming. 
uh, because we have rebooted that franchise, what, twice, twice in 10 now. years? Mm-hmm. And that's insane. And to do what they did to make it such a successful film and star out of Tom Holland was was amazing. Like, it's nothing short of amazing. There's no other word to describe it. And number one, the film that took all the expectations, threw them out the window, and gave you the film you didn't know you wanted, Star Wars The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Great movie. I never did say what how I felt about that. I didn't... I, I don't want to know. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, I get the feeling we're going to discuss it. Oh, yeah, okay. So, no, it's right. number 11. <laughs> I mean, it's 12. Yeah, let's start with Matt and then go around. Okay, so my number 10, you might think it would be higher up on this list because you, if you know me, but it's Alien Covenant. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed and appreciated that movie, but I, I've rewatched it. And while I absolutely love Michael Fassbender, I feel like I feel like the the la- the final confrontation on the ship at the end is a little bit forced, and I feel like they could have done more with like the neomorphs, uh, the white looking. It depreciated with second watch. A little bit. See, I, I think it depreciated with me, even without rewatching it. Just over time, thinking about, it, I'm like, eh, I guess I, mm. I didn't like it as much as I. I still like the ending. I still like. Like as in like I like the final moments. Mm-hmm. It leaves you with the question, and you you think about it. Like you think about where's this going. <laughs> we'll see if it does. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if it does now that Disney. But I mean, hey, got eighteen months. We'll see. But mm-hmm. so yeah, that's my number ten. I I liked it. I actually, you know, I I pro- I loved it, but I didn't I didn't love it as much as I wanted to. So Trent, what's your number ten? So as I said previously, I only saw twelve movies this year. I Wait, yeah. Said, uh, how many movies did you see this year? Two thousand seventeen releases. Uh, one hundred and oh, uh, oh two seventeen. I don't know. Uh, total <laughs> one hundred and seventy three. Oh, you don't? You didn't keep a list of? I I kept a list, but like eventually I moved it all into Letterbox, and it just got uh, confused. Yeah. Well, point is, I watched twelve movies this year. Twelve new movies. That is already said. I had seen Beauty Beauty and the Beast. Didn't love it. The only film I'm not going to be talking about is Spider-Man Homecoming. I saw it, loved it. I haven't caught up with the Marvel movies yet, so I probably couldn't appreciate it as much as you're supposed to. But It was a busy year for you. Uh, of you course. Got a, you got a new, yeah. new job and stuff. Yeah, and I'm just lazy with films. They, they ask a lot of me, kind of. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> number 10. Right. So number 10, uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Really great movie, but I, I this was the year I watched the first two. I knew that the new one was coming out so i decided to watch the other ones really 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 enjoyed them and for some reason for some reason the third movie just wasn't what i was thinking it would be so it was like an issue of marketing where i was expecting like a bombastic you were expecting a war that was my problem i was like they advertise it makes all the marketing made it look like it was going to be a war and it was more or less like a battle between prison movie two factions And the apes were in the middle of it. I mm. thought it was perfect. It was really good, but ultimately it was one of those things where I it felt that was underwhelming. And you're like, well, what? I kind usually of. don't have established expectations, <laughs> like, but you call the movie of. War of the Planet yeah. of the Apes. It's really a marketing issue. Yeah. I just it, it developed expectations that just weren't really met. Well, they were, the yeah, they yeah. weren't there. Yeah, they mm. weren't meant to be there. But still a great movie. I'm it's sure I'd like it. I'm sure movie. I'd like it more if I watched it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I hadn't seen Y'all. all the marketing shit. Especially the big standee that was like in the mm. Warren, mm. I would have enjoyed back, it more. Yeah. I, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I got. I get it. Kindle. Do I need to say how many movies I watched? Yeah, yeah. If you will. Uh, Kindle. You saw thirty-nine. Then I saw forty. 
Oh. Oh, yes, Justice yes. Justice League. So I saw 40 <laughs> movies from wow. 2017 in 2017. Nice. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, I put my 10 as the same War on the Planet of Wow. War for the Planet of the Apes. Yep. Interesting. And I would like to state that not all wars are a giant battle. There <laughs> so, are tactics. I understand. Well, it wasn't the, I mean, I, I'm not going to spoil it. It was a war for the planet of the apes. Yep. But It's a war that defines the planet mm -hmm. of the apes. It just wasn't the apes. Yeah. yeah. Warring. I get that. Um, I just... But I, I was going to ask you, how did you assemble your list, Matt? My list is all about things that I felt movies that moved me like they mm -hmm. had to they mm. couldn't just be something i watched and i realized that this was a great film i had to feel something from this mm -hmm. so did you start at that point you th said i felt that and moved it into your list mm -hmm. okay see what i did and what kindle did was we subtracted the ones we knew weren't on our list first yes and so i did kind of a newlyweds game type thing i guess reverse God. because i wrote down what i think kindle's list is and so he made firstly, his own Kindle's list. Uh, this is she, hilarious. She had seen 40 movies. I thought it was 39, but then I eliminated and got it down to 27. What did you actually get down to? 22. Oh, man. I was So off. did you actually make a full on Kindle list? I made no, a full on, made a on Kindle full list. On what, list yesterday. What, is, what, is, what is number 10 on your list? I made my list. What is number 10 on the. Uh, the I got it wrong. Clone Kindle. Uh, I had John Wick Chapter 2. You so. know, that almost was number 10. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> it got booted. <laughs> it got booted, uh, and I'll tell you why later. All right. Okay. So what's um, your number 10? Oh, no. I have to go back and forth between those two. <laughs> so close. Damn, boy. Uh, so. <laughs> He this year, you. I'm about to be, I'm, I'm a little upset, guys. <laughs> so I mentioned at the end of the year, I was very close to breaching a number Yeah. in both movies total yeah. and new movies. Mm -hmm. 200 movies. Yeah, boy. That's what I hit this year. That's amazing. That's awesome. 52,017 movies. I beat you all. It. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> Kindle broke the news to me before this. I forgot to write down Justice League. So 51, so 51 and 201. I feel a little <laughs> dumb now. <laughs> it was only a 10-pole movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, That's I, great. That. You only have That's Batman things only, all around the us. The only movie that he forgot to write down the whole year. <laughs> yeah. How do you do that? I mean, maybe I forgot more. Who knows? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, so and I do the letterbox thing. Like the second we get into a par the parking lot of the Warren, I like click. I click it into my diary, and I'm like, I gotta go back and write what I thought about it later. Mm. Yeah. So Interesting. I, I uh, saw 201. I also rewatched uh, Thor Ragnarok once, and I rewatched Blade Runner twice. Yeah, that's right. Mm. So yeah. my number ten, I got down from 51 <laughs> to 22 when eliminating. Okay. Oh, look at us. And I was, it was so hard at that, at that. I got, it was yeah, easy it was. to assemble my top four, but then after that, and so I've got six like laying there on the honorable mention section. Yeah, but so eight. number 10, a Netflix original comedy called Mindhorn. God, I hate it. <laughs> what the hell? I have not even seen this. <laughs> it was. Don't. Okay, watch it, but just know that it's stupid. Is it stupid, Tommy? <laughs> Am I going to waste my time? Like, a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. If you think I'm going to waste my time, I'm probably not going to watch it. It's an original it's story, though. It's an original story. 
Right. I liked it. Uh, I mean, I, it was no, fun. No, you know what? I loved it because it's number 10 on my list. It's Last fun. year, number t- no, uh, number it's nine was my weird Netflix comedy, Pee-wee's Big Holiday. I love so that I felt movie. the need to do another one of those this mm. year. All right. So that's my number 10. All right. My number right. nine is... I wish you would have made a mat list because I wonder what the fuck that would look like. Uh, <laughs> All Italian right horror. <laughs> well, see, I had her her thirty nine. So yeah, because we I watched the same you. movies. My number nine is Colossal. Stars. Oh, Good I movie. didn't know you'd seen it. Yeah. Had you seen it when we brought it up? No, I don't remember. So nope. you watched okay. it on our recommendation? No, I I actually had been it's on, on my radar now, for a right? long time. You're supposed um, to say yes. <laughs> been on my radar for a long time. I just haven't. I hadn't gotten to it. Finally, finally bought it. Um, you liked it. I, I loved it. It surprised the hell out of you. Like didn't it? it's such an original saw, story. You, yes. it, it is an original story, and you see the previews and like, oh, like this looks this like looks a fun, silly, like romantic yeah. comedy. Like I love romantic. Com- I love Anne Hathaway. I'm gonna get this. Like, and then you watch it, and it takes. I mean, it's so it's not it's, what you thought. At no, all. like it's, it's definitely not what Kendall thought. <laughs> no, Did we already all. mention that on this Please podcast? Don't. Please it's don't. It's not embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Why? What was your what was your like inclination? In Wait, your didn't mind you think it was a sequel this? to like Pacific Rim or something? Cloverfield. No. Cloverfield. Okay, that was it. Hey, it's all right. She messaged the group saying some people think this shit or, or maybe messaged like a me prequel to saying Hellboy. we need to see Colossal. I mentioned it to you. Why did you think it was a sequel to Cloverfield? I didn't watch it. Because it starts with a C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got kaiju. It's got a kaiju in it. It's got a kaiju. Because we knew I don't know, at the, the time they were on making Facebook another movie. And I scroll in Facebook, and you know they do the trailers and the sounds off, and I was like, <gasps> and it looked really epic, and I just saw like a glimpse of the creature so i was like this is this is cloverfield but it's somewhere else so i just immediately thought that that's what it was and sent it to him and i stopped watching the trailer so here's my thing with it is that with get out okay it's so there's a heavy hand in there of our of our political current or political climate i don't think it's that heavy I don't know, but it seems that way. Okay, and you haven't like, seen it either. I, I haven't, but I've heard so much about it. So, anyway, with a colossal, it's a way. It's the same thing. It, it's all about women that are being held down by these like toxic males. God, Matt, and I know I'm ruining it. I mean, it's and true. I mean, these people like these people that come in and like guys that do something and they think they're owed something and they're control freaks and like that is the world right now. Like that is why it's crazy to see like some actors making like four times what a female actress is making. And the reason why is because, well, we're guys and we gave you a job, you know, because this used to be an all male industry mm-hmm. once upon a time. So, Shakespeare days, early Hollywood, like 1920s. Yeah. I was making a joke. Okay. You know, all right. But, uh, male actors playing women, Shakespeare, but it just, yeah, it was such him. a statement. It, it was such a statement about like the empowerment of women. And I, I love that. It was also a story about a uh, like uh, that's what I took addiction. Most of. I thought it was about mostly about abuse, abuse and addiction too. And he's a, he's, it's a, just, he's a bully. It yeah. spoke to me in a lot of ways. So it was very good. Whenever the ending comes, it just it kind of like it left me feeling like hollow but happy. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I love the reaction on her face at the very last moment of the film before it cuts. Oh yeah, when she's all yeah. yeah. It sounds interesting. I want to check it out. Hulu. You I've never heard it's of it. On Hulu. It's on Hulu. Oh. On Hulu. All right, Trent. What's your number nine? My number nine. Show it to us. This is gonna take you guys by surprise. I know it. So, 
Just as number 10, War for the Planet of the Apes, was an issue of expectations, my number 9 is where uh, it benefited from my expectations. My number 9 is Ghost in the Shell, the live-action adaptation. Oh, interesting. Because you had tampered your expectations. Yeah, the expectations were so low from just the issues with the whole controversy, which honestly I didn't even really agree with from the get-go. I was excited about the movie just from the marketing. I thought it was really interesting. I love the anime movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original anime movie there's multiple um so going into the movie i found a lot to love about it um yes the plot is pretty simplified simplified pretty watered down but ultimately like what i've always loved about cyberpunk stuff ghost in the shell blade runner now having just seen that this year is more the atmosphere more the aesthetic mm-hmm. uh factor of the it was a cool film world. to look at yeah so like sure. you say all it had is spectacle but for me that was it was really well done the cinematography was really solid you should watch avatar well, i haven't seen it i'm just saying from what he <laughs> how he talked about it, it was all spectacle and little right. substance i yeah i wouldn't i mean i honestly i it doesn't feel like spectacle the same way like justice league as i haven't seen it but i imagine okay. it's it, it wasn't super reliant on like horrible cgi or anything it felt very grounded it was it spent yeah. a lot of time soaking in the environment lots of wide shots oh, okay. so it was beautiful film i think most people would agree that like technically it's a really solid movie it's just the fact that like you're taking a plot that's really complex like mm-hmm. ghost in the shell and kind of making it uh consumable uh, hollywood yeah so that and you know the whole actor whitewashing thing i think that's the majority of the complaints you hear about it but for me i think that that conversation buries what really is a enjoyable movie i found mm-hmm. even the story even though it's not great i mean it's not terrible either it's i mean okay. it's serviceable no, yeah, it's yeah. Serviceable. That's okay. but it does so many things well that it's not just its plot to me i have a recommendation for both of you if you've not seen it it's called moon never mm-hmm. heard of it sam rockwell i don't want to see sam rockwell Okay, and the reason I'm recommending this to you both is because that takes place first, and there's a new movie that's going to hit Netflix made by Doug Jones, and it's called Mute, and it is very Blade Runner-like, but it Mm. takes place in the world of Moon, Hmm. and it hits Netflix, I believe, in February. And is Moon... were you saying that's on Netflix or just the sequel will be? The sequel will be, but I think I don't think it's anywhere streaming. You don't think so? I've looked for it. It might be on Amazon Prime. I think it's on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. but I don't think so. Huh? Okay, interesting. I, I looked recently, but it's it's good. It's a uh, it's yeah, that's it, cool. Yeah, if I love you that like stuff. sci-fi, it's really good. One that's of the best. Cool. Yeah, no, but I know, but I I have seen after Ghost in the Shell has come out and had some time to kind of exist. There are people that are saying they like the movie once the whole social media, you know trash fire <laughs> ran out of a right oil. like there it's a very competent movie at least I, I just so happen to really enjoy it so that's that kindle oh number number nine number nine nine yeah wait 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 what did what did k2 you think showed well i'm gonna me. i'm gonna find out after we're gonna find out next my number I'm nine that's why it's a reverse <laughs> newlywed show is it. Damn it! <laughs> no, it. All right. It. <laughs> I had that so much higher. <laughs> I, I it's, it it's fucking hard. It was really hard to make this list, but it had to be on there. I think that movie is complete. All of it. 
And now I'm like super obsessed with it. And I just want to read the book again. Yeah, she read the book. And she's wanting to read Yeah, she listened to the book. And she's wanting to do it again. I've been reading the book. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine trying to read it. But listening to it. Yeah. 45 hours. Yeah. Oh, no, I know. Believe me. <sighs> but I love it. And I love it. So. Uh, uh. <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming is what I had. Uh. Ooh, you way off, boy. Ha! I didn't even make the list. Top <laughs> nine for me. Atomic Blonde. Mm-hmm. All right. That was I a wonderful, yeah. loved this movie. It's I was movie. super excited because I'd read the graphic novel. Um, David Leitch, the director, had worked with uh, John Wick. Mm-hmm. He was the co-director, right? co-director, co-writer, and he was he had just been signed on to do Deadpool two. So I was excited. I like Charlize. I like James McAvoy. This was going to be a great movie, and it fulfilled my every wish. The prophecy. Yes, I enjoyed. I enjoyed Atomic Blonde. I thought it was a great spy thriller. I loved that. How they did a lot of the camera tricks with making it seem like one long take. Loved the atmosphere, the music. Very colorful and yeah. cool to look at. Yeah. And uh, which is very similar to his previous work, John Wick and John Wick 2, which he left before they started shooting, also came out this year. And I left that off my list because Atomic Blonde. I, I, I felt like I couldn't have both of them on here. Mm-hmm. So I put it off because of Atomic Blonde. Okay. But it's in my honorable mentions. Um. Yeah, so Your I. This is going to be way off then for me. All right, Matt. Number eight. Number eight. Uh, okay. So this film was one that it took me a while to get around to watching because I heard that it was very, it was very intense. And I'm not going to tell you yet, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to lead you up to it. The greatest and showman. <laughs> so. <laughs> intense. <laughs> so oh back- my God. <laughs> I'm so annoying. No, I gotta say, out of every joke you've ever, every terrible joke you've ever told on this podcast, that was the best one. Uh, you deserve a standing ovation for that one. Thank you. And a pay raise. <laughs> Please. All we right, well, great. You from nothing to peanuts. What? <laughs> um, Roast. So oh, intense movie number back- eight. <laughs> Back in the 70s, there was a film uh, came around called The Exorcist. And people would talk about this movie and they would tell you that it was the scariest thing alive. It's not. It would make you, it would make you uneasy. It would just, it was, are you okay? That's why you don't make fun of The Exorcist. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go on, go on. There's a demon on your shoulder. The curse is real. Um, but they would they talked about this movie like it was something that just was un unbelievable mm-hmm. like okay and some people thought it was something truly real passed out in the audience run out screaming the next film to hit this kind of like hyperbole was the Blair Witch Project mm-hmm. okay and that was the next scariest film you've ever seen it was mm-hmm. found footage and I don't really like that. Movie. I never Pretty did terrible. anything to me. My what I'm getting around to is that I've never had a film that has really ever shaken me, or I've ever felt like somebody's maybe lurking over my shoulder until I saw the Black Coat's Daughter. Oh, I heard about this from in other people's top ten lists, <laughs> it, and they act the same way. <laughs> it was the most intense and like 
uneasy film I've ever seen in my life. Like I had knots in my stomach the entire time watching it, like trying to figure out what I was watching. The story, the 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 way the story is told is I've never seen done before. It was just it was chilling. We're gonna watch it. You're gonna watch it. <laughs> I I We're have watch it. Like, no ha- with how many horror fans I've heard saying it disturbed them. I don't. I don't think it's, I want yeah. it. It's yeah. it's uh, it's so atmospheric, and you ha- it's not a fast paced movie. It's something that just pulls you slowly in, and it's just it's unnerving. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. made my number eight. I I can't recommend this movie enough. Like it is one that just I. It's going to be a special one that I watch maybe once every five years to keep that feeling alive. So good. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So again, I know it's really weird that like I'm putting these movies that people kind of consider to be B movies like on my top 10 list. It's just because again, I only saw like 12 (laughs) movies. So this just so happens to be the order of which I enjoyed them. Uh, so at my number eight is Murder on the Orient Express. Did you, any of you guys uh, actually watch that? That is not a B yet. movie. That is no. a studio big budget. Well, B movie as in like enjoyment it's a level, B-list. like how quality okay. it B-list. is. Yeah, yeah B list. Okay. Sorry, my bad. Um, well, I really enjoyed it. Um, I wanted to see it. I, I wanted you know to see what? it too. We should have went. I I know somebody who absolutely loved it. Like it was their favorite movie of the year. Really? Yeah. What a weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We it's, haven't seen it. I can't say. It either. really appealed to me in a way. It's like. I saw it as a franchise movie. It, it, it's one of those situations where the franchise idea, the universe, actually is appealing to me. Because, like, the idea of seeing more stories with Hercule or Hercule Perot or whatever is appealing to me. Like, the idea of having these fascinating, well-written stories put into so screen. Sherlock Holmes. Like, seeing them actively, like on a year-by-year basis or what have you, just sounds really awesome to me in the same way that, like, having... The Marvel films. The Marvel films mm-hmm. or something like that. I'm like, I'd love to see this, you know, become, you know, a franchise where we're getting these this quality of stories, like, actively coming to the theaters. Yeah. Old-fashioned, you know, kind of filmmaking really took me back. It's very s- simple in its execution, but complex in its narrative, like, and well-acted, you know, well-done. Like, it was just a really well-entertaining story. Uh movie i mean i saw it twice and it was still enjoying enjoyable each time so i mean i thought it was really good i mean the 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 um i can't remember the actor's name but whoever did perot and that movie did a really great job it's very entertaining to watch probably brenna (laughs) brenna Brenna. kenny b kenneth brenna so i mean i could go (laughs) i could go and put in the effort to try to read the book the books I've there's the lots book. of them yeah no. for all Director the pro mysteries the but honestly like no i'd love to see for movies sure. with that same actor with it that is? same character like that, that just sounds really appealing to me mindhorn was he really he was in dunkirk too he played oh, himself you're right, you're right. It was <laughs> oh, really? kendall what is your number eight my number eight you feel stressed out ever oh let me look okay i got this is the shape of water damn it oh my god I'm going to laugh if you get through the whole list and you didn't get Listen, one. Listen, this was not going to make the list. And then I rethought about it and I was like, I have to fucking put this on the list. I booted out John Wick 2 to put The Shape of Water in and I moved it above it and War of the Planet of the Apes. Did, tell me about it. Like, did War it make you... Why? Why is it your number eight? What did you take away? Because that movie doesn't... I don't know. Like, I guess it doesn't seem... In a way, it does because you like the labyrinth, you like fairy tales, mm-hmm. so it seems it seems like a Kindle movie in a way, but in another way, it doesn't. I like that it was different. Uh huh. 
I like that it was more than just the fairy tale. Like it had other shit that it told. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting into it because I'm not going to be Matt. And <laughs> I love fairy tales. Like I like the romance and the craziness. It just it was a complete film to me. I don't think it was lacking anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Guillermo won Best Director at the Hell, Globes. Yeah, he did, boy. Finally. He, des- he deserves it. Yeah. Did you watch his speech? No, I didn't. It not. was so moving. It was wonderful. Uh, and Alex, Alex, Alexandre Desplat won for Best Score for Shape wow. of Water. Ooh, the ooh, music in ooh, the movie ooh, is incredible. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It stood yeah. out to me mm-hmm. so well. What did K2 say? I'm going to keep the rest of my list to myself. No, no, until, no. Until the I'm end. Here. No, no, no. Well, what if I read? I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to start reading these and they're in your list. Well, if and, they, they, and then you reveal it on accident. I'm not going to. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. So you can't react to his, you, can, you can't tell him. I'm just going to be like, ah. Yeah. The big it. sick. That's big what sick. I thought it was. Okay. Ah. <laughs> See? I just want that reaction every time. <laughs> my number eight. Yeah. The Last Jedi. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I loved it. I did so too. good. I think it might be discounting Rogue One because I said last year Rogue One when we watched it. I said I think this is my favorite Star Wars movie Same. now, but it's hard to think about it because it's not part of the saga. It's mm. it's actually hard to place, and so but of all of the saga, I think it's my number three after mm. Jedi and Empire. Interesting. So I I, I, com- I loved it. It comes after. Yeah, so my list is Jedi, and then yeah, Jedi or it's no, it's Rogue One, Jedi, Revenge of the Sith, Empire, and, and then this. Honestly, I love that it pisses so many people off. Yeah, because yeah. they don't. I, I may cry, you know, baby, cry. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to say they don't get it. Yeah, but I think they get that he was intentionally changing mm. the movie. But I it. I, I don't know. I'm a punk rock kid, so. Can I respond to that? I literally just realized, yeah, I've seen 13 movies this year. The Last Jedi is not on my list because I literally don't know what to think about it. That's like, I've seen oh. it once and I've thought it over and over and, and over. And it was a I bad just, experience I, too, right? It was a good experience. I oh, enjoyed Seth the movie. said it was bad. It was a bad experience, but it didn't really affect my enjoyment of the movie uh, at all. Okay. It's just one you of those really things where like, I can't settle on how I really feel about it because it's so dense, so big, mm-hmm. like, and there are so many like, Differing opinions, both in my head and in the outer sphere. Oh, like, oh, let's give a round of applause for Trent for seeing thirteen. <laughs> thirteen claps. <laughs> we'll wait till you discover you felt saw fourteen, and then we'll give you another round of applause. All right. For when we're going through our lists, and you're like, "Oh, actually, I saw 14 <laughs> Yeah, right. But yeah, it does. It does definitely deserve. It should deserve a spot in my list. But ultimately, I just don't know what to feel. And I'm similar to you where it's yeah, like it's feeling I've got to feel something yeah. from this. We'll all in our minds put it at number one for you. Sure. <laughs> Matt, number seven. Number seven was the most fun I had at the theater. Ooh. Well, in a way. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Most enjoyable. Like I laughed. I think I know what this you is. You think you know what this is? Uh, I would expect it to be higher though. So never mind. Despicable Me 3. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. <laughs> loved the setting it's my favorite despicable me film i that's a series i adore but like all the 80s nostalgia thrown in was so much fun um but it didn't lean too much into it uh and the finale with like the if you haven't seen it spoilers yeah do you have seen it no oh well (laughs) you fell for that god (laughs) 
any rate, um, it was a great. It was it was a lot of fun. It was. It's hard to get these movies right when you go past one, especially with movie series like Despicable Me Three, where you're following the villain, and at the end of the film, the villain becomes good. So it's like, what do we do from here, and how does this character grow? And in the second film, they introduce. Uh, Don't tell uh, me I haven't seen it. They introduce. <laughs> They introduce something and it grows, and they introduce the th- in the third one they introduce something else and it grows, and but yeah, mm. it tempts in the third one they tempt him back to the dark side a little bit. Oh, it's no, you you he kind of realizes what matters and he kind of steps mm. full spoiler puts a full foot into being where he wants to be in life. Right. I must say your your like taste in movies is so fascinating because it's like <laughs> unlike any I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's so like pure and un- like touched untainted by the by society like, yeah, I'm no, like I, it's I, so amazing so. if i had your courage to be like i'm gonna go watch every single movie that comes out all the movies you would expect to be horrible mm-hmm. and then just know that i'd actually love them if i just turn off my brain a little bit it's like that's it's motivating <laughs> well <laughs> speaking of movies that you expect to be horrible what's your number seven trend my number seven uh all right um i didn't expect this to be horrible because it's from pixar coco Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Coco. Coco was great. It was very good. Um, it's uh, if you've heard any episode with me on it, you probably know that I'm really into animation, specifically Japan animation anime. Yeah, you probably saw the episode with me <gasps> rambling about Spirit Away recently. Um, so that I feel like the more I've gotten into that style of animation, my appreciation for our western animation has kind of been deterred a little bit sure um not because of any lack of expertise in the animation from but more storytelling Mm -hmm. uh it's that three-act structure you know that you're kind of talking about with dc Mm -hmm. not in any way the same formula but an idea where it's every movie kind of feels the same Mm -hmm. and this film definitely followed a similar formula but did enough differently and felt creative enough felt like it had enough personality and voice that it still managed to touch me on some level enough of a level for me to thoroughly enjoy the movie uh i know everett was saying that it brought him to tears in one scene and i must admit i was i saw three the movie scenes three Trent. scenes well one scene affected me in that way uh i saw the movie by myself in a gigantic theater like an imax size theater i think there was like one other person like near the front but i was just able to cry all by myself i'm like this movie is beautiful and it was it was beautiful and i loved it have you seen Book of Life? I haven't, but I need to. Uh, that isn't Guillermo. The, I'd, I'd loan it to you, but you, you won't watch it. <laughs> right. uh, the Guillermo tutorials involved in that, and like when I saw Coco, I was worried that it was kind of like Pixar's riff mm. on the same story. I was thinking the same thing, kind of mm. at the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. But I, I still need to see Coco and make up my own mind about it. Mm. <coughs> I, th- I think you'd like it. It's, I think the thing I like the most about it is its focus on music. I love music, so mm. with yes. its whole kind of premise being about breaking away from family the chains of family traditions and, yeah, going alert. after things you love you know i'm like oh that's 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 a appealing message Slap which that boy. it's not a wildly new message right. from what we see from these family movies but, but it was still it was very well done yeah, yeah. candle right. candle your number candle. seven my number seven i love torturing him because it's so wrong oh wait yeah uh no, I'll I know laugh. what this one is. I'd laugh Logan. if he gets it right. Damn it! <laughs> You're so wrong. You don't know me at all. No, I guess I don't. You should have made one for him. I would have been terrible. 
would have been way off. And then you both could have been like, damn it, damn it. <laughs> Why are we here? <laughs> Logan. We're getting a divorce tonight. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> uh, no, Logan was hard to not put on this list. You have to put Logan on the list. Okay. Mm. All right. Is yeah. that all you want to say about uh, it? It was on Ki- yeah. it was Kyle's. Okay, so here, I'll made my list Wait, based actually, off of. Wait, actually, do Kyle's list? Yeah, Kyle sent me sent us his list. Logan was number one on his. Oh. Well, we should catch Kyle mm-hmm. up to where we are. Yeah, uh, I don't want to have to go back and forth that many times, Matt. I've already got two lists. I'm having to go all back right, and forth. All right, all right, Shit, boy, calm down. You do some work for this fucking podcast. <laughs> I can and I will. <laughs> <laughs> As though you didn't do that for, for Alien or Batman or... What was the other series? I made my list based on Here we go. my always thinking, how many times would I watch this movie over and over That's a good again? way to look at it. That's me. I you know I love to that. do that. So mm-hmm. that's how I made this list. So that's the order You'd they're in. You'd rewatch Logan a lot? I would. See, that's one reason I kept, I, I, I didn't love the movie as much as I did. I said X-Men, or Deadpool, X-Men, X-Men 2, and Days of Future Past are all above it on my list because I wouldn't rewatch it a bunch because it's so depressing. Well, now, well, I mean, honestly, it would have been better, but uh, above it if I went completely on that. But Logan was a better movie, so mm. Logan. You know, I was kind of bummed that I saw at the Globes this year best performance in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Hugh Jackman was nominated for playing P.T. Barnum. Mm, and the great but showman. he wasn't nominated for best performance in a drama for Logan, which that doesn't is make crazy. Any sense. Yeah. That I mean, I haven't seen this movie, mm-hmm. so who knows? But Logan, I I called for in that podcast. I don't know why these people aren't listening to our podcast <laughs> when when choosing the nominees. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I called for him to. I, I said an Oscar though, so. We'll see in, in uh, I think, the 18th when those nominations come out, if they listen to our podcast. Right. So what is K2's? Oh, yeah. You gotta do the reaction. Baby driver. Ah. Mm. <laughs> All right. So my Everett? number seven, seven was the big sick. Okay. Mm. It's ah. so good. Very touching. And it made me cry. It made me laugh. Cast was amazing mm-hmm. it's an it's an original mm-hmm. true story mm-hmm. true story huh true yes, story based, based on off his real uh, life yeah his real life their their real life yes. uh, kumail and his their wife emily 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 uh not kumail himself right it, it, he's his character or Kum- the actor yeah. it's, a, it's he, based he's off playing his real himself life. really himself. that makes me want to watch it even more because i love that guy mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's so good, and he de- he has some of his bits in the movie mm-hmm. that I don't know if they're from his actual bits in real life. Or Wait, like so? It's kind of like the Louis TV show, where like it's in his purse with actual stand-up comedy. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, interesting. I mean, it's about his life. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. Now I'm even more interested. Yeah. It hey. shows you the way they met, the way they came together. Hey, it's really spoiler, cute. motherfucker. I mean, they're if if you know Camille, you know he's. Married. I wasn't sold before. I'm sold now. I'm watching it. Hey, just shut up. Just let him watch it. So Matt, number six. So I'm gonna, buttons on your shirt, Matt. I'm gonna catch Kyle up. Number ten was Dunkirk. 
Number nine was Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Yeah, that's <laughs> with how much I know, right? <laughs> we he that podcast. That he he did message us in the group saying Everett made me sound a little worse than I was because <laughs> I, I I mentioned in it he yeah. said he liked the movie, yeah. but he did have a bunch of complaints. Criticisms, yes. Mm. Uh, number eight <laughs> is Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Hell oh, yeah! Oh yeah, that was great. Number seven was Get Out. Good one. His number, s- his number six is War for the Planet of the Apes. Good oh. one, too. My number six honorable mention is Mother. Mother. Because yeah. Why is it number six and honorable mention? No, it's my honor. I, I have an honorable mentions list. I was going to read along with my last five. Mm. Uh, so number six was Mother. Everett, you and I went and saw that. Mm-hmm. It is a well-made movie and it made me, it left me feeling. It, <laughs> it left you feeling. <laughs> it left me feeling weird and things. terrible about myself. Um, but it made me feel something. So it, it was, I recommend if you like different things to check it out. you can make me feel something, then I'll watch the mm-hmm. movie. Um, but not, my number six was something that, uh, here's unexpected. We talked, you know, we did a podcast that never came out, but I, on that podcast, I was like, this is my number one movie. It's, the Shape of Water is my number six. Oh my god! You did say that on the Shape of Water. We never released it, but you said on the Shape of Water. I you thought, said, you know unless I see more movies, be, uh, enough movies to change this, this is my number one. But then I went back and I read a lot of the things that I'd written about previous movies we'd seen, and I thought he a remembered. Lot of, I thought a lot about. I thought a lot about it, and I also saw a couple more movies, but um, only one of which made this list. But. It's a beautiful film. Mm-hmm. I truly love it. it. Um, I love the fairy tale. I think it's, I think it's a masterwork uh, for Del Toro, right up there with Pan's Labyrinth. Um, and he got to make, he finally got to make the Creature from the Black Lagoon movie he always wanted to. I, that makes me happy. And the fact that he won Best Director for it whenever he was a kid sitting in front of the TV imagining what that movie would be, taking that dream from there mm-hmm. all the way to the grandest stage of them all. So what is your number six, Trent? My number six is a movie I'm sure you guys haven't heard of. Um, I saw it. uh, It actually came out in Japan in 2016, but it came out over here uh, this year or last year. (laughs) I'm still trying to remember that it's 2018. Um, And it's not your name. It's actually called A Silent Voice. Um, It's by Kyoto Animation. Typically, they work on TV anime, but they just so happen to make a movie based off a manga, a short manga series, uh, and it was incredible. Hmm. I saw it at an indie theater where we live and with some friends. It was packed. Yeah, Circle Cinema. Uh, And it was a great experience. Um, It hasn't been released physically over here yet. It's Uh really complicated. I think uh, it was the... um, the distributor is actually from Australia, so like it might take a while until it actually comes over to America. So it's kind of hard for me to, to recommend it to people because really the only way to watch it right now, unless you catch it in theaters mm-hmm. again, which I think it is getting a second run because the dub is coming over here soon, is to watch it illegally. And I can't possibly recommend that. So all I can say is that it's a really good movie about um, bullying uh, a deaf girl. Uh, it's about basically a deaf girl that did get bullied by a certain guy but it actually follows the guy who was the bully reconciling with his actions in the past so it's kind of an interesting spin on the bully story it was very very good so that's that Kindle what is your number number six six? my number six is Thor Ragnarok hold on uh oh uh oh uh oh yeah boy (laughs) 
you got I'm one. Proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Uh, okay. Nailed it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's not a new reaction? Boring. He told me that. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. We saw it. We did see it. it That's great. a movie I could watch over and over and over and over and over. It was a really good movie. Over. It was a lot of fun. Good. It was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. And it was pretty. It was very pretty mm. to look at. And Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah. I watch him in anything. Yeah. Also very pretty to look at. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Especially in this one. He's got makeup on. Yeah. Finally. Finally some makeup on that one. <laughs> there was a lot of um, <laughs> groaning <laughs> when we were talking about <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> so, so, my number six. Ready, Matt? Ready, everyone. You know what it is, don't you? Am I? Because I'm looking at you. It's Lego Batman. Uh, Ah, that tragedy. That tragedy being my (laughs) second favorite Batman movie of all time. Uh, Maybe third. What is your What is your top Batman Returns? Returns. Okay, yeah. Uh, I might put 89 before Lego Batman for me, but I I loved it. I'm a I'm a I'm a big fan of. I looked of over the you animation. Smiling the whole time you big were having a good time. Big fan of the comedies. Big fan of the bat. It was fun. The bat. It was ah, fun. Come on. Fun. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a fantastic time for me, and yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Okay. My number five uh, was a very personal film for me, and you will watch this film, and you will either be completely wrapped up in it, or you will be, com- or you will be completely bored by it. It is a ghost story, and it is a film all about grief, and how how one can handle grief and the passing of time. Sometimes you get stuck. Did you get a circle for that, or did you watch it? No, I, I I watched it at home. Okay. Um, and me and Kendall tried to catch it. We were in Dallas when it played here. Yeah. What? A ghost story. I really wanted to see that. Don't I, spoil anything. I won't. I won't. But I, like I said, like it's. Uh, I lost my grandma this year, so it was very like. Um, you liked it a lot then. I did. It was really moving for me, and a beautiful film. All right, that's uh, I'm. That's all I'm going to say about it. It's beautiful. Uh, my you. number five honorable mention was. Uh, Kyle mentioned it earlier and I wanted to bring this up super dark times and I was a bit I enjoyed this movie but I was a bit disappointed because I had a lot of expectations for it it's interesting too because Kyle in our group chat mentioned that if you like stranger things check it out well I kind of like based on some of the previews and this like score in the trailer it felt like it might be somewhat of a stranger things type thing mm-hmm. it's not it's actually a really ugly kind of film the characters uh, an event happens and sometimes you either you either react like in a good way or a bad way and everybody seems to go in different directions like reality would but in movies it's always they head for like the good way you know Mm -hmm. more often than not um so it's interesting seeing that um but i i don't think either of i don't think i think trent you might like it but I don't think Everett, you or Kendall would like this film. You don't know me. I definitely don't <laughs> think it is a Stranger Things like what Kyle says. But Kyle, that's your opinion, and that's totally cool. Is um, it, would it be super dark times? It is a very dark movie. Okay. So, Kyle's number five was uh, was it? It's hmm. good. Never did see it. You need to see. You it. You should see it. I don't like the original. It love this remake uh, it seems right up my alley I just didn't get 
the chance to go see it in theaters. I was really busy. Uh, you know, we talked about it and the they're making Baby. a sequel. Hell yeah! And what we were making up our lists. Yeah, for we're who, trying to guess who was going to be who, who. Who should who should replace them? The some of the kids were, did an interview and they said who they want to play them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Sophia Lillis, who plays Bev, said Jessica Chastain. Yes. Huh. Okay. Okay. Jeremy Ray Taylor, who plays Ben, said Chris Pratt. Hell yeah! I can see that. They kind of look alike. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, actually, Wyatt Olaf who played Stan, mm-hmm. could also be Chris Pratt because he played... Oh, yeah, he played, he played Star-Lord. Quill, yeah. Young Quill in both of the movies. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but he said... Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Nice. And Jaden Lieberher, who plays Bill, said James McAvoy. Yeah, I could see that one. I like it. Did, uh, Please, did no pony the actor uh, Mike not have They him? weren't there. Okay. Nobody else was there. I don't think so. All right. Good Mike. Mine? Well, we recently did a podcast over this movie. It is Baby Driver. Um, mm. A really consistently fun movie that I enjoyed the whole way through. If no one knew what Baby Driver was, they'd be like, why are they talking about a movie about someone who drives babies around? Honestly, that it's the fact that I went to the movie and I knew practically nothing about it. It took me by complete surprise. So I think that has a lot to do with why I enjoyed it as much as I did. You're welcome. Thinking about it after having viewed it, like, and it's been a while, I haven't seen it again. Like, it doesn't really excite me thinking about it. Like, I don't feel like I need to watch it again. But I just know that when you I did need watch, to watch it, it, again. it was really enjoyable. So I just had to accept the fact that, you know, sometimes, you know, you ruin a movie just by thinking about it too much. Like, ultimately, the experience I had was very pleasurable so mm-hmm. i think it deserves my number five spot okay my number five mm-hmm. is guardians 2 mm, good pick hold on i'm scrolling k2 damn it mm. Mm. I, hey what was it the war for the planet of the apes ah yeah see that's at the bottom there was guardians 2 was good it was a lot of fun it was a lot of I, fun I, and I, it was so like i re- the ending Stuck with me. The ending, yeah, stuck with so me too. So that's why I was and, like, ah, I gotta put this up here. Yeah, and I mean, they had a really memorable villain. I felt like an ego. Um, mm-hmm. I was, yeah. I didn't think that movie was gonna pan out. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert: I didn't put it on my list simply because I stayed on that podcast. I I like the original more. Mm-hmm. I felt like the comedy in the second felt it was a it wasn't forced. It was just more in your face. Whereas in the first movie, it was more subtle humor. Sure. And so, yeah, that that was my one knock at it. And yeah, so I didn't put it up there. All right. But what I did put as my number five was what I thought was Kindle's number six, War for the Planet of the Apes. Mm. I'm a fan of the original movie. We went through the entire series this year. Yes, uh, Kindle, we did. Kindle, Matt, and I watched mm. all of them. Uh, Seth watched... Everyone Most except for them, the battle and the last three. What was it? Conquest. Oh yeah, last two. Yeah, he just. Yeah, he, yeah we. So we watched. We 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 suffered through those, man. Golly, man, that Tim Burton one will <laughs> will haunt me forever. I I think that one. I would take that one over the battle and conquest any day. I think I would watch that one over all of the originals. Hmm. Except maybe the first. Except for Escape, right? I what? Who even are you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, and so uh, I'd seen the other two in this new series and absolutely loved them. And after seeing the mocap CGI in Dawn, I was stoked for this mm-hmm. movie. And it 
it it, it, it made me feel apart. yeah and it was beautiful to it look was. at it was a great story beautiful know. story i don't know we had a podcast about it go listen to that for real number five that's what i have all right Number four uh, relates actually to your number five because I happen to really like movies that have finality to them. And that is Logan. Hell yeah. Mm. Uh, beautiful movie. Uh, like Hugh it Jackman. Hurts to think about. Hugh Jackman puts on probably the performance of a lifetime in it. Um, mm. And it's just, it does things you would never expect to see in a major studio superhero film. Um, I really, I really, really liked that. I love that Hugh Jackman got to go out like he wanted to, Mm -hmm. and it was so well received. Oh, it's because you think about it, like the the Wolverine solo series has been so all over the place. Yeah, like I enjoy Origins for what it is. It's a popcorn movie. Mm -hmm. I really, really like the Wolverine, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people didn't because it was so slow and so dark and artsy. And this new one kind of takes like the best things of both of those previous ones and adds another dimension to it as mm-hmm. well by like by showing you that your your heroes they bleed too. My honorable mention number four uh, for number four is actually one that I would recommend to you, Everett. It's a Netflix original, um, and if you like Orphan Black, you would like this as well. It's called Whatever Happened to Monday. I we I, I kept are wanting so to watch, watch it, this. but you know it was like even split. On uh, critics, I know? like half of them liked it, half of them didn't. I I don't I don't know if I ever saw an audience score for it. I think you would like. I think is, I think you would like it. I don't. I'm not. I gonna... love Numi Rapace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As and as do uh, I. Willem Dafoe's in it, mm-hmm. right? It's it's good. It moves. It's got a really nice pace to it. It's got a sense of mystery about it, um, <gasps> and the fact that like I mean, do you know anything about it? I do. Uh, she has twins, or it's like not twins. There's, there's multiple seven. Sis- yeah, yeah, seven. Monday, Monday through Sunday, mm-hmm. and Monday's gone missing. I don't know. And they're all different. They are all very different. She does really well, uh, performance-wise. So I don't Damn. know. It's Damn girl. It's pretty good. Kyle's number. Wait, wait, wait. Numi or Pass? Yeah. In whatever happened to Monday? Or James McAvoy in Split? James McAvoy. Uh, James McAvoy. Mm, shit. Okay. <sighs> that Sexy movie. James No, I only because I like James McAvoy more, and like but he I've blew been, our minds. He blew our minds, but I, I I love watch. I could watch him in anything. He's kind of. He also played like a ten year old. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, Trent. He, he did. Uh, no, Ma- no, Kyle. Kyle for oh, Kyle's Kyle. number four. Kyle's number four. He, was, he's hard to remember. <laughs> By Kyle. I'm gonna get Kyle, Kyle. I'm gonna get you a Kyle pop from Despicable <laughs> Me, and that's gonna be your presence here. Kyle's a um, minion. Spider Man Homecoming. Noise. Kyle's number four. He oh, put yeah. that above The Last Jedi. He didn't. Just wait till you hear hey, his it others. It's a great movie. It's a great it's movie. Fantastic. It's fantastic. Yep. It's a good movie. I loved Michael Keaton in that movie. Michael I don't Keaton really was care really about amazing. Michael Keaton in anything, no. honestly. Let's I mean, he that. was a good villain, I guess, by Marvel standards, in my opinion. But I, will, I he's 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 really good. He terrified me more than any villain in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, as like being the, the dad door. with the you know boyfriend oh. at the front door. Yeah. Oh, at the front door. Oh shit! <laughs> You're right. There was tension. You're there right. Was a You're like, oh god. Oh god. It's just nice to see him kind of coming back because mm. he was a big star 
and like the late 80s and even up in like he was still uh, a star until about the mid 90s then he just kind of faded he came back with like white noise for a little bit and then kind of faded a little bit and then he came back with like robocop the other guys and he just started getting different different roles more interesting roles and birdman blew it out of the water and i feel like he's finally back to where he belongs because he's always a treat to watch yeah you know what? He did a thing kind of like uh, James McAvoy and uh, Numi Rapace. Uh, it's called Multiplicity, and it's one of my favorite, favorite <laughs> films. Uh, it's a comedy. All right. What is yours, Trent? I well, um, I'm embarrassed because I had to correct myself a second time. Fourteen! Uh, Fourteen! <laughs> I called it! I called it! You yeah. called it. Um, I totally disregarded The Man Who Invented Christmas because that's a movie I saw. It you counts. even mentioned it. I mentioned it. <laughs> I just totally disregarded it because it's a Christmas movie, whatever. I don't know. So that exists. But ultimately, my number four is Dunkirk. Uh, it's a movie I really enjoyed for being immersive. I actually really liked the characters, even though they're very... Uh, they didn't really get much development at all. Oh, I wouldn't even say that's how I'd describe it. They, they don't have. There's no focus on like a protagonist. There's no you know exploration, deep exploration of characters. It's more like here are people. Watch them do their things as they try to survive this horrible experience. Like, I don't know. Like for me, like kind of being the bystander, like was still enough for me to be captivated. I think more than anything, it was just the fact that it felt like I was there. It also helped that I saw it in true IMAX. Like, it was a great IMAX experience. I don't know if I'd really enjoy it as much if I watched it at home on Blu-ray or whatever. Like, it, it really was a great uh, spectacle. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it did, like, beyond just the spectacle, I think the story and the presentation and the music, which I know some people didn't love for its presence being, you know, it oh, never over, left. Overbearing. Yeah. Perhaps, but I, think, I I didn't feel that way. Yeah, I thought it's. But I also didn't. See I thought it its constant months. presence was like a a benefit, where it felt like time was constantly ticking with the clock noises, and it it the tension it provided, I think, really put you on edge constantly, which I think provided an experience that made it all the more immersive. Right. We have right. a non nerdy thirty about it. Right, and it, can go I talked positively about about it back then and i feel positively about yeah it was it just still, disappointing so. to kindle and i because we had just gone through his, uh-huh. a few mm-hmm. other christopher nolan movies and it was <laughs> yeah maybe there, there was no twist i really liked it so what a twist what? did you ever see that no mm. no i don't like war movies in general mm. but as war movies go i might i might there. give it a shot just because like you know you should see because i i do like chris nolan i'm I've seen all of his stuff. It's more like besides that, an art piece to me. Yeah, it doesn't feel like your movie. typical war movie. movie. Okay. Yeah, and speaking of, and to recommend to listeners and Trent, uh, related to that, I don't think anybody else has seen it except for me. The Darkest Hour, or it's yeah. like just Darkest Hour. Have you seen it? No, I just, I just know it's okay. in theaters yeah. and it's something that's kind of on my radar. Gary Oldman, fantastic. I I don't remember if he won something or was nominated for GG. GG amazing i know nothing about but it it's right it's winston churchill is yeah. it like, being elected his first like 30 days oh and uh it's he he initiated dunkirk oh so is it so, kind of like a edgy experience or, or the, i was kind of yeah. expecting a dry biopic i don't know like no it's i mean it's mostly just politics but it's somehow all these <laughs> old men arguing mm. is really entertaining really yeah well, I like entertainment, so everybody loved Grumpy Old Men. <laughs> Go catch it, Kendall. Number four. My number four is The Last Jedi. 
I'd say damn it, but I already knew mine. My choice wasn't it. Mm. What was your choice? The Shape oh, wow. of Water. Oh. I'm sorry. Kendall, do you have I anything love, to add or say about? I love the Last Jedi. Yeah. I don't understand why uh-huh. people don't like it. I hear your thoughts. I think they're stupid. <laughs> it's a beautiful, perfect movie. Get a over perfect yourselves. Perfect movie. Wow. And one a day, perfection. one day, probably in my dreams, we're gonna get a Ben Ray romance. <laughs> You saw it three times. I saw it three times <laughs> in wow. theaters. I love that movie. It got me every fucking time. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. It's great. I'm Still don't know what to feel about you it. You said Shape of Water was my A. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I liked it, too. <laughs> it was number eight, though, for me. You going to pause and wait for her? Yeah. All right. So, Everett, what is your number, number four? Number four is Blade Runner 2049. Blah. My favorite. Okay, it was a good movie, but it was no. a good movie. My favorite late discovery this year, Blade Runner. Watched it three times. Got me so excited, and it was such a great sequel. Okay. It was perfect. We get so many. We've 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 we did an episode over late sequels uh, the year before last, and some of them not so great. Yeah, but this was. Perfect. It was yeah, I agree. It was very much on par with the original. I was yeah blown away to the point where Kyle said he thought it hurt the movie in a way. Not that he disliked it, but he said he thought like he was surprised they didn't make it more palatable. Yeah, for audiences, you have to you have to stay true to the original Ooh, tone. It's Matt's mm-hmm. bedtime. That's right. <laughs> um, it's actually two minutes till, but. Uh, Aww. You have to stay true to the tone mm-hmm. of the original, and because otherwise you alienate the people that have been advocating a sequel for so many years. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. your number one priority, and I feel like that gets lost a lot with the late sequels. Boy, does it get lost. <laughs> so, all right, uh, my number four honorable mention, or number three honorable mention, was the Babysitter, which I've talked about before. I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a Netflix original again. Uh, my actual number three okay it's a tie and it's a tie for one reason it's because it technically came out 20 these came out 2016 late okay like december and they didn't get a wide release until 2017 um and it is the void and beyond the gates and the void is kind of like an 80s weird throwback almost hellraiser like film if you like hellraiser it's uh it's got great practical effects that's where the money went um and it's just a really different kind of story it's and it's something just interesting to look at period the other beyond the gates which is actually my fifth favorite blu-ray release is all about like the old vhs board games do you ever do you guys remember the vhs board games back in the day well i have a clue vhs board game okay but you would play along to the vhs Mm -hmm. And it would tell you what to do. Well, this takes that and they kind of, as you can imagine, they kind of get sucked into a world, mm-hmm. sort of. Um, it's Jumanji. And <laughs> it plays, It uh, the guy who made it uh, is a huge Italian horror film, and it, a fan film, and it feels like some of that, mm-hmm. but it's orig- it got an original take and idea with it. Uh, but it was also my fifth favorite blu-ray release because of the special features and on the inside of the the case there is an actual board game and it's pretty cool uh my fourth cool. favorite blu-ray blu-ray release was suspiria the 4k restoration by synapse and it was uh 
it's you and I saw the restoration, but the special features and stuff was mind blowing. So that is why I have a tie because so I wasn't sure if they would get allowed on the list, but I was like, technically, yes and no. So is that one whole three or is that two and three? That's one whole three. Okay. That's one whole three. Uh, just one whole gym, one three whole punch gym. They were, yeah. The boy, <laughs> I, I love both of those movies. All right, Trent, what is your number three? Uh, my number three. Oh, shit. Kyle's number oh, three was yes. Blade Runner 2049. Oh, mm. oh he beat Kyle. me. Wow. He liked it more than me. Good <laughs> jump. My number three is The Shape of Water. Um, ah. Really loved it. I mean, I don't think there's anything about it I could possibly say I didn't like. I loved it to death. It's it just so happens perfect. that there were other movies I loved even more. Um, it had a lot more like stakes than I was expecting. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, yeah. Why wouldn't they have ribs? <laughs> right. Yeah. Best steak cast Trent of the laughed. year. Um, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Ribs>. <laughs> it had more stakes uh, than I thought. I, I was catching myself like that's kind of okay, weird. Wording. Was the plot like, meaty enough first, for you? Yeah, it really was. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I was like, wait, how are those related? But then I realized you're saying there were yes, a lot of stakes. There were so a lot of stakes. They, why weren't there ribs right, instead? Right. Okay. Definitely. I was like, those aren't get, the same thing, Kendall. To get actuals. <laughs> but you liked it because of the I, I loved yeah, it. I know. That was just one the factor. I mean, were high. I think the thing that surprised me the most, I. I didn't really know a ton about this movie. I just knew that it was coming from an acclaimed director that I hadn't seen any movies from before. I haven't seen anything from Guillermo. Mm -hmm. Guillermo del Guillermo Toro. Del Toro. Um, even, Guillermo. Did he do Pacific Rim? Yeah. Was that him? Okay. I need to watch that. Um, well, anyway, so I went in this knowing it would be my first experience with him, knowing that lots of positive things had been said about it, and just went away completely baffled by how incredible it was. Um, I will say, like, one thing that definitely surprised me about it is the fact that it was weirdly sexy. The fact that I didn't find myself to be buying a relationship between a fish man and a woman. Um, you didn't want fish fucking? Uh, no, <laughs> I was uh, so into it. All I can say, yeah, it was weird. I was like, why am I into this? It was like, so do the, it, do it, so do the, it. The weird thing was, so Kindle was I went Ruben into this today. movie, I got there early at the theater at our, my local AMC, and this, like, 30-year-old woman uh, woman oh. walked in second into the theater Mixed i was that. there by myself waiting i was very early and she sits next to me she just so happened to reserve that seat and oh. she's like this is weird it's like they told me that every seat was sold out but nobody's here i'm like weird right so we end up striking up a little conversation she ends up uh teaching at the same community college I'm that sorry, i go to I'm and all this well anyway the, the point theater. is so i've kind of established this you know acquainted acquaintance type relationship Bad with this idea. 30 year old woman next to me so this whole time watching this rather sexy movie with this 30 year old woman next to me i'm just like this is an interesting experience i'm a i'm a you know 20 year old boy sitting next to this 30 year old woman watching this fairly you know so like, where did it go after the movie yeah i was gonna and say what's the ending here what is the ending yeah, so I'm, you know so afterwards we leave together so i you know she stands up she doesn't say anything to me i'm like really you're just gonna leave so i'm like it was a pleasure to meet you she had given me her name while we were talking so i tried to friend her on facebook but she never friended me back so i thought we'd become friends I told, oh, oh let me do something for strangers you don't be strangers she was she, trent if anything she was just like maybe some fun in the theater maybe not and then it gets weird with the she's fish like, fucking and she's just like i don't know i'm really thinking about fish right now I'm just gonna i think go i'm gonna go have some bath. sushi i will say she la she was the only person that laughed out loud at the the fish man dick joke 
Oh, whenever yeah. you know, the, yeah, know never, yeah, never underestimate yeah. or like I'm and sure I want to buy it good amount of this being cut out because we are well past two no, hours whose turn you, was you it you gotta let it go no, let so conversation go number three. Oh, those were spoilers <laughs> do not give a shit you <laughs> leave them in that's a valuable theory I, I will just keep repeating that theory forever until <laughs> it makes it from the so rooftops be disappointed yeah. uh wait um you gotta keep my story I in wanna say you already said this one so probably this is I said it. I want you're you're saying your number three. My number three. I think I already you already said what I think it is. So it is. Give it to me. The big sick. Oh damn, damn it! it. <laughs> <laughs> this movie I knew nothing about this movie, so it surprised the hell out of me, and it was just it's funny. I fucking love him. He's so funny. Yes, he's hilarious. It was original story. Not expecting. And it was just beautiful love story anyways. But then finding out afterwards, oh, that's all real. And that's his freaking life. Oh, so life? you didn't know. I had no clue. So it was just, I love it. I could watch that over and over. Uh, and over Ray and Romano and, over and Holly over. Hunter as and I love Emily's both of them. parents. Great performances. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. So I thought that was going to be number seven on your list, if yep. you recall. Where did you have it? As number nine. Okay, I had it. You at had it three. up there. I'm obsessed with it. But you were obsessed. I'm obsessed with another one that didn't. I will say though, after we finished the big sick, so I loved it, and I could tell Kendall liked it. But just knowing her, she she's she really likes romance films. I said, don't tell me, but I bet that's your number one. Class. After we watched it, mm. but I bumped it up to number three. Um. Or sorry, sorry, number seven. Number seven. You bumped, bumped it down. It number seven, even though I should have kept it up there. Yeah, she kept it up there. Mm, it closer. was, it was great. I that might be one of my new favorite, yeah, love stories. Like it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Makes you believe in it. Believe in right. love again. So what about yours, Everett? My number three. My if you all remember, we did Blade Runner twenty forty nine, a podcast over it back in October. Yeah. And afterwards, I said, I'm gonna tell you all now. I think currently this, one, this is my number yeah, one. I remember mm-hmm. that. It ended up at number four because I saw three movies that I liked more than and it. And your later. number three, I think, is probably three billboards outside of Missouri. Number three is three billboards. No, that damn, cool. that's a great <laughs> movie. I didn't put it up there. It was a fantastic movie. Great, Sam Rockwell, it is amazing, amazing. Frances McDormand, awesome. Blew my mind. But it was too dark for my sensibilities. Sure. So I thought it was a perfect film, it but it's make not. My list. Yeah, not my favorite. Perfect film. Number three, The Disaster Artist. God damn it. Mm. I almost. I this love movie, that movie blew my mind. I had never seen The Room. I had. Oh, oh wait. Actually, I, I'll correct myself. I had watched 30 minutes in oh, high yeah, school yeah, yeah. and quit because <laughs> I was tried by myself. To watch the Room. <laughs> They're showing that at, at, at Warren and a few was, other places coming up. It just up. played. Oh, did it just it play yesterday. the 10th? Yeah. God damn it. Why didn't we go? I asked you, and you said that would be awkward. It would be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I For said thirty minutes. You'd be like, "Oh, why did we fucking do this?" <laughs> the first five minute sex. <laughs> I saw 20, the best tweet minutes. the other day where it was like, "I can't believe we're at a state now where Tommy Wiseau is a more respected actor than uh, Kevin Spacey." <laughs> Hell yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. He's an all-American guy. <laughs> yeah. So Kendall and I sat down and watched it. We had I a blast watching it together. Movie. And then we went to see it in the theater. Disaster artist in the theaters. It's there was we were in a we, theater yeah. of three hundred people. We were the only two people in there. Yeah. 
Well, Wait, there were people in the balcony. Two hundred people. There were people in the we balcony. Were, yeah, we were the only two people on the floor. It was perfect. A you guys fantastic movie. Get you in the mood. It was mm. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. They don't have it all was. that. In, did you watch the Disaster Artist? Did you? No. Okay. They so funny. Cut most of that up. So funny. So beautiful. It was beautiful. Moving and actually inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it made me want to go out and start a podcast network. And I, <laughs> we did it. And I did it. <laughs> and I'm Tommy, also now completely obsessed with Tommy Wiseau. You know, and here's James the thing about Franco's him. At least he James is, Franco. At least he is honest with who he is. <laughs> yeah, I still think that he's an mm-hmm. alien that got left behind. <laughs> I Could love be. him so much. A valid theory. All right. My number two honorable mention actually has our friend James Franco in it. And he's beautiful. I recommend you guys seeing this movie. Um, it's... It's a little, it, it does get slightly gory, but it's not bad. It's called Don't Look Up Anything. Just, just fucking watch it. It's called The Vault. Hmm. And it's on Netflix now. <laughs> I already looked it up. <laughs> it's on Netflix now. Um, it technically came out like the last, mm, yeah, like the last day of 2017, like December 31st. Hmm. It's really really good it's uh it's not what you expect like because i couldn't figure out what it was i was i just heard that it was something interesting that another weird james franco film but it was a horror film so i was like okay all right and i kept it had me guessing at every turn of what kind of scary movie this was gonna be because it doesn't reveal itself it takes a while to so if you if you like james franco it's totally worth watching Hmm. it's not yeah so that's an honorable mention uh, Kyle's number, or I'll get to Kyle's number two. Well, no, Kyle's number two is a disaster artist. God, these trucks are so loud. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, uh, my number two was a film that uh, made me open up to you guys a little bit and uh, talk about some of the really bad aspects of my own personality. But like, it's something that it's something that I realize and uh, or something that I have to I have to admit, like it or not. And that was. The most soul-crushing movie of the year that I saw. God. Sucker Punch, to say the least. It was a Monster Calls. I know. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I was like, Sucker Punch? That was a long time ago. <laughs> no, because like, you watch the trailer, and the it's movie, like, this looks so awesome. Like, you. it's a boy with his monster, and like they're going to take on the world, and then you go watch and it. And you're like, oh, It's like, whole God fucking damn. shit. Like, <laughs> this is so heavy. Yeah. That was a really good movie. Yeah. I, t- I I saw that too, and I totally forgot it came out. Fifteen. Oh, he made it. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> we give him one every time. We have to, if he gives sixteen, then we give him sixteen claps. Okay. We've got a few more times to go around. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, that's my good. number two. So, what about how Kyle? do you feel about that? disaster artist for Kyle. I told you, like All I, right. you can go listen Hell to that yeah. podcast. Like that's one of our best podcasts. It's so it, fun to see our choices change. Where we since we did choice. the 2017 review, la, or sorry, 2016 review last year. It's fun to go through this year thinking, what's my number one gonna be? Mm-hmm. And Kyle, after seeing disaster artist posted on Twitter, disaster artist is probably my number one mm-hmm. for the year. So that's a, it got bumped up, but well, I'll let you guys, well, does anybody remember what Kyle's number one was? He put I it do. We, we already mentioned it in this uh, episode. Okay. I thought we, I wasn't sure. What? Yeah, you did. You did. That's right. Logan. Cause you, you mentioned Logan earlier. Uh, uh, that was uh, his number one. 
Kyle's number one is Logan. And Trent, what is your number two? Well, my number two slot is yet another uh, anime movie that came out technically in Japan last year. Uh, not last year, uh, 2016. And debuted in Seven. the West in 2017. That your is name? Uh, Your Name. Yes, it was very, very, very good. Uh, Everett. I, I went in very blind and it totally benefited it, the experience. Sorry? It's your, whose name? Oh, wow. I made a Kindle Johnny. I made it funny. I'm sorry. Is I'm that sorry. what it's like when I make jokes? <laughs> yeah, you said Matt. Matt said Everett staring at me, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what did I do? I'm just like, excuse me, sorry. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. That was rude, but like, I just. It was a very good. It movie. was an amazing, movie. amazing movie. Yes. Um, it, I, I won't say anything about it. It was so painful to that's kick on it my, off list my list because it was on my top I wasn't ten. I was looking forward to seeing you talk about it because you never did a podcast episode, and I just want to know the hey, details. We'll do one this year, that'd be good. That'd be good. I would like that because it's on my list of shit that I missed. You really need to watch it. I think you'd love it. Shut um, your mouth. Uh, actually, if y'all are interested, we have a gap between Spider-Man Three and Amazing Black Spider-Man. Panther. Yes, please. I have the Blu-ray. I can. I can bring it. All right, we'll do it then. Okay. My number two. Uh, I mean, I guess I could talk more about it. I mean, no, no, I, good. hey, good. we'll do a podcast. I shouldn't, yeah, because it. honestly, yeah. it's it's one of those movies where don't go in knowing anything. No, you don't need and to know I a did thing. Because I know, I know nothing thing. aside from Blind all the praise I've seen. So, mm, all right, number two, mm. number two, Coco, Coco, Coco. <laughs> wow, I did not have that on your list. I had the Disaster Artist as number two on your list. I am obsessed with that movie, but Coco, I could watch endlessly. It's just Animated movies are easier to watch endlessly because mm-hmm. they're just fun to look at. Yeah, that one was one I and had. And the to music, and it was up. so beautiful, mm. and just like sad but not sad, like mm-hmm. perfect. Bittersweet, as they say. It was so good. It was. Really I had a good. friend. It shocked who... the hell out of me because I did not want to go see it, but you did. Yeah, I have a friend who listens to the pot, or I'm not even I a, a guy I met on the internet who has oh. become my friend. Uh, who listens to the podcast and said it's his favorite Pixar movie. Mm. Who is his friend? Uh, Heath. Shout out, Heath. Heath, we should... What up, Heath? You should come talk to us sometime. Yeah, I'm going to get him a Heath in. bar. Or is he local? I'm I don't stupid. know where Heath's at. He's from uh, Indiana or something like that. No, it's not that far. He can drive down. Weird come on. states up there. Call in, Heath. We'll figure <laughs> yeah, it out. Something like that. Yep. Uh, What'd you have as my oh. number two? Disaster Artist? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Y'all ready for my number two? Y'all, Y'all ready, ready for this? My number two was the first movie that kicked Blade Runner off of my number one space. All right, and it happened after... This was my number one movie for, for a was good Star while. Wars The Last Jedi? No, it wasn't Star Wars The Last Jedi. This was pretty right after Oh, right, duh, because you already... Yeah, okay. That was a dumb question. Forget that. It's okay, Matt. We've it's been uh, two almost two and a half hours. Oh yeah, and it's it's past your bedtime. <laughs> so this movie made my year. Three I billboards. Was so happy to see three this billboards. Movie. That's not, it's not, not three my billboards. List, Matt. <laughs> made my year. My favorite MCU movie of all time. Thor Ragnarok. Wow. Yep. Uh, Last year, Captain America Civil War was my number one because it became my number one favorite MCU movie. And this one bumped it off. 
Doctor Strange bumped off Ant Man for me. You told us that. Yeah. I'm bump. I'm I'm I'm, I'm bump you off. <laughs> are you? These, these lists are getting really hard to make as they, they are. throw more and more movies out there for us to consume. And we got some intense ones on the way. Yep, we'll talk about that in a little bit. So, was there anything about it you didn't like? I mean, I assume it's your favorite. Probably not. <sighs> yeah, I, I I don't think there was anything I just didn't like. But go back and listen to the Thor Ragnarok episode and find out. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you've had time to simmer on it. No, I don't think I've. There's nothing. Okay. Loved it. All right. My number one honorable mention is The Devil's Candy. It's a lot of fun. It takes. Uh, so it takes the idea of you listen to satanic music and it's going to make you do bad things, right? Okay. Oh, God. Yeah. So that takes the idea of that. Like and actually, and actually, it's about this guy. Uh, hearing voices and instead he just plays really loud heavy metal guitar to drown them out that's incredible and it's kind of a horror comedy in a way um but so i just like that it takes that idea flips it on its head there's a lot of good performances in here um and it plays it plays a lot with the family dynamic in a familiar setting but does some unexpected things i'll tell you the films i didn't see really quick because just to let you know, I didn't see another Wolf Cop. I wanted to see another Wolf Cop, but it's not fully released here in the States. Didn't see mm. Wish Upon, A Dark Song, Captain Underpants, Brawl in Cell Block 99, which I hear is great. Oh, yeah. Professor Marsden and the Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Women? Whatever. Yeah, something like that. Um, I wanted to see that too. I wanted to see it. Didn't get to see it. Didn't see The Disaster Artist. And I didn't see Patchwork or Tragedy Girls. Or Get Out. Or Get Out. You Get Out. Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> So, with all that said, my number one for the year was a film that, like, I was hoping would blow me away. Stop purring. It's fucking weird. Drum roll. And it did. (laughs) And it did. I had so much fun with this. I saw it three times in theaters. It is it. Okay. It's a good movie. I, I wasn't sure because we've had so many hit and miss Stephen King adaptations, and I went saw the midnight screening. I loved it. I loved every second. It was a roller coaster ride, come to life. Um, the cast was perfect. There was so much heart in that film. It mm-hmm. delivers every time. It does. It does, and it's it, that's unheard of for a horror movie. Usually, like you watch it once, and it kind of you lose. Mm-hmm. It loses value, depreciates. Like a comedy, you know all the beats. Yeah, but I saw this three times, and I had just as much fun every single time. I think it's perfect. I really need to see it. It sounds like my kind of movie. You you need to see it. It's, you should it's, read it. Yeah, you should read it too. But after you see it, it seems like a lot of commitment. It's it a, is a it's, it's big a great commitment. Movie. It's a it, great. It's, 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 it was an honorable mention for me. Hmm. I, I I couldn't quite put it on my list. It's so. just. But you prefer. Yeah, Tim Curry. You prefer him. I don't necessarily prefer him. I think they're. they're this is you, my preferred. I don't think I can compare the two. Oh, they're I don't so think you different. Can. I don't think you can. They're can, such different characters. You yeah, can't well, compare them. I don't them. give a crap about Tim Curry's Pennywise. Like, he doesn't scare me. I'm just like, shut the fuck up and go away. <laughs> this one, I'm like, you're creepy and I'm also obsessed with you. So. Are you like. 
Have you have you seen these people like online that like have the fantasies about him? Tell me you're no. not that. <laughs> no. They're like, I, oh, Pennywise daddy. And then like no. then Thanos comes around and it's like, oh, glove daddy. When and I it's was like, a kid, what is wrong? What I is going on here? I pretend that the bad people in like horror movies were my friends because then they won't kill you if they're your friends. That's right. Hey, so then I, the I just like, I fucked my own head up by doing this. So yeah. now whenever I see movies like that, I am like obsessed with the villain even though they're terrible, like I freaking love Voldemort. Like I love Voldemort. See, geek cinema is kind We're of therapy. We're best friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I realized I did this. Like I did it with Chucky. I did it with Michael Myers. Dude, I was just like, Mike Myers, my bro. He back over here. No, I'm crazy, but I'm obsessed with Pennywise. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. No, it was fantastic. So Bill Skarsgård did Hell an amazing yeah. job. Um, I can't wait to see part two and i don't feel like you can compare really the new one with the old one yet i no. feel like whenever they do part two mm-hmm. you can make your comparison but if you split them now if we talked s- we talked about the kids yeah and who should play them who do you think should play pennywise in the second movie? no is that so, a spoiler or something? No, no he's it's just gonna fun. be the I same person. I was like, he's why they're kids and they're gonna be adults in the new one. Yeah. I don't know. Pennywise, Pennywise will not. Age. Right, it's like who's gonna, so, play, but, who's gonna play Princess Leia in episode nine? So Trent, <gasps> oh, I don't know. <laughs> what was my number one film of the year? I mean, if you really think about it, I, I think it would out be, of your fifteen, I thought it was sixteen or seventeen. How honestly, like I would have thought too, but honestly, honestly. Blade Runner 2049 just scratched all the itches for me. Boy. All of the itches. I mean, Ghost in the Shell (laughs) gave me a a little taste of like the things I love, Mm -hmm. you know, aesthetically with this cyberpunk style. But Blade Runner 2049, I mean, it's like the perfect way to deliver that kind of package. I love it more than the original movie. Granted, you know, it hasn't had time to really like uh, fester my mind. I haven't seen the final cut. I've only seen it once. You know, I haven't really thought about it that much. I pretty much saw it and then like Two weeks it. later, was ready for 2049. It was more of like a pick me up before, sure. you know, the new movie came out, and I just love it so much. I mean, I think it's perfect. It it was really weird because I know people are saying it's inaccessible, it's way too long or whatever. I've even heard people call it dull, and I just don't understand. It's three hours long. By the time it was ending, by the like the last shot, I was like, is this the end? Oh my gosh, it's over. I want more. What's going yeah. on? I'm like, why is this over? I want to see more. I was ready for it to be four hours long, five hours long. Please just continue because I was not ready to leave that world. When that, is, that is me with Watchmen. Watchmen? I really? love Watchmen. I just love the movie it. so much. I think it was had fanta- fantastic characters. It was a great character study. It was a great action movie. It was a great, like atmospheric like world mm-hmm. like to just oh, be yeah, it was in. I like the giant ladies. Like, the giant ladies were great. I want a giant lady on my house. It was number twenty-eight on Rotten Tomatoes top one hundred. It's just I loved it so much. I mean, I I mean, to me, I think it it's a perfect movie. Like I don't think there was anything really wrong with it. Like mm. when I was watching it, I, I will say maybe well, like it it was interesting the direction they took with the uh, corporate overlord guy. I can't remember his name. Ty- uh, not Tyrell. Ty- Jared Leto. Yeah, Jared, yeah, Jared Leto. The fact that he Wallace. he really not. Wallace, as far as I'm aware, there was no real closure for his character. But no, it, he just kind of disappeared. It's very interesting. Yeah, I liked. So I liked his could, role. You leave it open and do whatever. The he hell was very going to come back. He had his Blade creepy scene where he was cutting that lady like swine. But beyond that, he wasn't really you know yeah. the antagonist in the movie. It, he was, but he wasn't you know right. the the uh, conflict necessarily. It was a great movie, and I'm so excited to watch it again in 4K or what have you. I mean, it's just incredible. Mm-hmm. 
Hold so. on. Sad. Agreed. I already know you that do. I didn't get this. Disaster you did artist. not. Because I had The Last Jedi as number one for disaster. you, and you Such already said it. Because you saw it three times. It's got to be I disaster. I was like, she must love this movie. Disaster artist. I'm going to kill all of you because I picked your name. Wow! <laughs> that like, <laughs> I'm so like, happy. That's what the movie did to me. <laughs> All three of us, like our heads just would. <laughs> now I will say that I did have that in the top in the 27 what, what when I first your, cut out a bunch of years. What was your number one for her disaster artist? The Last Jedi because she saw it three times. It's a great right. movie, but she put it up at what number eight or what was it? I'm really getting old. Four. Guys. Oh, four. Okay, <laughs> number yeah, four. It's up there. I had no clue what your name was at all. Yeah. So, we went in blind. So we blind. Completely I think blind. You, you didn't even know anything about it. That mm-hmm. was the sec. I did this with two movies this mm-hmm. year. Uh, I saw it was high on Rotten Tomatoes. It was playing at our local theater. I was like, let's go see this movie. And I was like, and what? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you seem Another like weird you, you didn't movie. really care. <laughs> That's you you told me crazy. it was an anime, so I was like, "All right, we're gonna go see a fucking you anime." You want to see what? Like, <laughs> no. whatever. Did you did you mean to text Seth? That's what I would have said to you. Yeah. Like, Oops, <laughs> yeah, right. my bad. You talking to somebody else? Yeah. It blew my mind. <laughs> I loved it. It was adorable. It was funny. It was intense. I could watch that a lot. Yeah, I've a watched lot. it multiple times and it's fantastic. Alright, well I can't wait to do the podcast over it yeah. so I can really get into I'm it. I'm really happy this. that even just like people who aren't big anime fans like when to go see the just, movie. It's an anime to but to, to me movie, it's period. not an anime. It's an animated movie. Yeah, it's a Japanese for sure. animated movie. Yeah, yeah but it's so not an anime. anime. Yeah, not it like, has its, it does have some anime tropes in it. Yeah, but, but it, it, enough sure, to pass yeah. over to anybody. I feel right. Like. I can't wait to talk about it. It's great. And we watched the dubbed, so. Yeah. The dub is actually really good. I've seen both. It's great. Both the sub and the dub. So. All right, Everett, what is your number one? I'm not even going to guess. I just wanna... You can't. Three Trent can't oh, guess. Oh, shit. Was it the... Was it the uh, Kindle was, can't guess. Was it like the I don't Wolf know Warrior 2? How'd you know? No. None of y'all will ever guess this in a million years. Three billboards. I already said that. I could not believe. I've been saying that. Let me just put it this way. Wait, hold on. This... Just let me think. Uh, keep. Uh, December me. 31st, New Year's Eve. I told y'all about two movies I watched. I watched three that night. I had to hit number 50. Turned out to be 51. Oops. Uh, and number 200. My Little Pony the movie. So the first <laughs> yeah, two movies I watched were new 2017 movies. I watched the Myrowitz stories, and then I watched my number one. Myrowitz. And then I ended with Spider-Man 3. But Thor Ragnarok was holding number one until I watched this movie. Hold on. Was it an indie movie or a studio it movie? It was an indie movie. Last year, my weird indie movie was number two, Swiss Army Man. I love that movie. Fuck. Um... And the funnest part about this is there were I had a movie I was gonna watch. I was gonna watch the Little Hours, mm. if you've heard of that one. Another Shit, indie it's movie. It's not Little Evil, is it? No. no. We already saw. It. Come on, okay. Matt. I'm just. I'm just. I got. 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 I'm trying to figure this out. I was gonna watch the Little Hours on Am. I was gonna rent it on Amazon. But then I remembered another movie people were talking about this year. That's right. Yeah, so I rented that it. instead. Brigsby mm. Bear. Oh, I you know Never what heard I've it. heard a lot of people put that on their list. Starring Kyle Mooney of Saturday Night Live, who 
I don't even want to say anything about it because I'm a, I'm afraid of spoiling it. Yeah, don't, it. don't. I heard it's really. Tell moving. me the vibe. It Touching. was Thor Ragnarok was so fun, but after I watched this movie, I said to myself, "That's my number one because it left me." He's so annoying right much now. Much like, <laughs> fuck you. Because <laughs> much like Disaster Artist, it left me so inspired. Like, I could do anything. Mark Hamill's in it. He mm. was great. Whoa, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's not a huge role, but he was great. It was, not going to say anything, go watch I, uh, Brigsby Bear, uh, one uh, of the most Brigsby original Bear. movies of the year. It sounds and cute. It, it, it was fantastic. I, I Not what I expected. I probably would not have ever. I, it would have taken me a while to get there, <laughs> for sure. Uh, and as we go on, like I slept more in this chair because, like, it's my brain is shutting down. <laughs> Pretty much, like I was about. To, I was thinking. I was like, "What else? Disaster artist? No, he said disaster. So, with what that, year did Hunt for the Wilder People come out? Last, last year. 16? That was on his discoveries. Watch that. I will watch that. Cause you were you were gone. You two, were in the bathroom right, or, or something. But that wow. became my number Matt, four of last you're year. You're crazy tonight. Four or five. <laughs> Past his like bedtime. We've established me that. I sound good. Now he's throwing fingers my way. <laughs> yep. It. Blade Runner. Blade Runner twenty four nine. Your name. And Brigsby Bear. What the go, hell is Brigsby Bear? <laughs> go watch it. Go it's, watch it's, it. it's worth the five you know bucks. Yeah. Actually, I bought. I ordered it on Blu-ray, so uh, you can come over and watch I just, it. I just. I literally have no idea. Is it actually out? Already ordered ordered it? Yeah, I loved it. Shit. Is it is you it pre-order it. or is it actually out? Uh, it's out. So what's what's everybody looking forward to this year? Black another Panther. Another Wolf Cop. Black Panther, you're finally gonna watch another Wolf Cop. <laughs> yeah, it, like it came out. There was supposed to be at Circle, but they had a, I don't know. There was some delay with it, and it only ended up coming out in Canada this year. Mm-hmm. They didn't do anything stateside, uh, besides uh, like a festival. Yeah, this year we've got. Uh, I was gonna say Thor Ragnarok, so good. Phase one of Marvel Cinematic Universe was good. Phase two had a, a, mostly good. Thor, Thor, the Dark World in there, but Iron the Man rest two. were. Great. Iron, Iron Man 2 was in phase it's 1. It's technically phase 1. That was the third movie oh, they did. Oh shit, it was, wasn't it? Uh yeah, so phase 2 was even better than phase 1. Yep. Phase 3, they have not mm. released a bad movie yet. No. Hell yeah. They're all fantastic. Your number 1? <laughs> Is yeah. that what? My number 1 last year and my number 1 this year? In phase 3. So this year we've got Black Panther. Hell we've yeah. got Infinity War. What I we build what, building uh, up to Ant-Man and, and then Wasp. Ant-Man and Wasp. <laughs> ah, yeah. I want so, that one. <laughs> uh, my my uh, big one is Infinity War for me. I'm so excited to see it. Finally I think Ant Man and Wasp is going to be awesome because I'm obsessed with wasps. But you know, I don't know what is coming out this year that I'm looking for. Really, super looking forward. I'm I'm looking forward to Inf- uh, Ant Man and Wasp and Infinity War. I'm looking forward to and watching Black Panther in that order. A shit ton of indie movies this year. But like another Wolf Cop is a huge deal to me. Uh, I can't think of anything else that's really. Yeah, Kendall says. Oh, in- you know what? I oh. got one. Hellraiser Judgment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hold on. Who are you? Hear me. Hear me out now. Okay. <laughs> so. Everett's <laughs> <Get out. laughs> dying. This is the uh, this is number ten in Hellraiser, but uh, some of them are not so good, and I will totally tell you that. Um, the last one was like the great value version of Hellraiser because they brought in some other guy to play Pinhead. It was really bad. Don't watch it. Or maybe watch it and have like a some tequila nearby or something. I don't know. Um, 
Watch it with watch it if you want to laugh. There we go. But Hellraiser Judgment, okay, actually looks to capture the tone of the first three kind of four-ish films, okay? And the guy they got Which playing, are cult films. Yes, are cult films. The guy they have playing Pinhead actually like really captures the essence so far in the tra- uh, just the trailer and it just it just feels like Hellraiser like we're finally back to that world. Um they kind of went off that in seven, eight, That's and nine. Crazy. Yeah. But here's something interesting. It was shot here in Oklahoma. Grossness. What? Seriously? This place sucks. It was seriously <laughs> shot in Oklahoma with a uh, with some local crew, a British crew. Um I don't know. It looks super Oklahoma. Super interesting. Well, they show it in schools to so like for kids, like oh, that would yeah. be hilarious. Yeah, appreciation for the country. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. But Look, I don't know. We have. I know they're gonna have. A, it comes out February thirteenth, uh, right before Valentine's Day. So you know, if you don't have anybody, you've got Pinhead. I'm sorry. I'll be watching Fifty Shades <laughs> free. Thank you. <laughs> this is like what Fifty Shades should be. It's a little bit of S and M, a little bit of pain, a little bit of pleasure. Mm. Yeah, it's supposed mm, to be no. mostly romance, but whatever. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Kendall said she's just looking forward to ending. I want to watch have fish a sticks. lot. Does it have fish sticks? No, maybe I fish sticks. Watch. Mm-hmm. Fish sticks okay. are gross first of all <laughs> and yeah i want to watch a ton of indie movies A24 i've been missing out on all these indie movies it to this they year. are killing oh, it they are black code black code is a 24 oh yeah i think the vault is a 24 so as that well. was in a bunch oh, of people's well, then we list gotta, mm, we've got mm, mm. uh disasters and ladybird were uh-huh. huge hits this year is a ghost story okay a ghost story is a, a ghost story free fire free fire was great yeah they 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 killed it what you're looking forward to? Um, well, I don't know if you guys know, since you're kind of new to the whole Studio Ghibli thing. Uh, oh. I, I don't know about Matt. But uh, they haven't made a movie since 2014. Mm-hmm. Hayao Miyazaki has recently come out of retirement. He went into retirement. Yeah. I remember that. Many, many like, times. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's done this a few times. Yeah. Well, anyway, he's supposedly working on a new he's movie. He's the that... Brett Favre of Japan. <laughs> yeah. It, it, he's supposedly working on a new movie that's supposed to come out by like 2020 or, or something like that. Um. <laughs> Well, anyway, because Ghibli is not really making movies anymore, actively anyway, uh, one of the directors that has made a few movies under the uh, Ghibli, uh, you know, name, Tint went Banner. off and yeah, went off to start his own studio, comprised of lots of staff from Studio Ghibli, and their first oh. movie debuted. Uh, I, can't, I don't know if it was earlier last year or in 2016. I think it was 2017. Well, anyway, it's it's coming to our theaters here uh, locally. What is like it? next week? It's called Mary and the Witch's Flower. Is hmm. their debut? It's directed by um, uh, I don't remember his name, but he did some really great movies with Ghibli. Uh, as long as he didn't do Tales of Earthsea, he did not do that one. <laughs> no, <laughs> jabbing yourself. Can you feel it? Yeah, it, it looks to be really promising. I'm really excited to go see it. I, I mean, if you guys can see it, I mean, it should be like in the Circle Cinema for like a week. So I mean, there'll be time to catch yeah, it. Yeah, because they have like the Anime Club. Where yeah, they bring in a lot yeah. of stuff. Yeah, the only th- other thing I'm looking forward to, which. We are about to do it. We wow. were about to, but it got pushed back again. Fucking Cloverfield. Yeah, good God Particle, the yes. third part Which of the Cloverfield changed. anthology. They've taken the name away. Have they? Yeah, they said it's no longer going to be called uh, God like Particle. The I thought that was such a cool name. I, I did too. They want the title to tie more into Cloverfield. Oh so come on! So it's going to be Cloverfield something or something something Cloverfield. <sighs> yeah. I. I think that that's smarter because people are not going to know what God Particle is unless there's a lot of marketing. Yeah, and I feel the same way, but like the nice thing about Cloverfield was is that we didn't know what the fuck it was. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we don't know what the fuck this is either. 
Yeah. I still haven't seen Cloverfield or Cloverfield. The Town. Isle of Dogs. Okay. We're seeing it. I know that name. It is the new Wes Anderson movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's doing the. It's another claymation kind uh, of thing. Yeah, like, the, like like Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. yeah. Wait, did I get the title right? Cloverfield Ten is that what it's called? No, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Ten. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was like Cloverfield yeah, it's Ten. An that's address, not right. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Mm, interesting. I gotta see both of those. I think. Yes, we're doing Cloverfield when we do, quote unquote. Part God three, particle. Mm. um, right before it. So, all right, well, fun time. We get so sad. The movie's episode. not changing. They're changing the title. I don't know. I thought it was a cool title, and the the fact that they're not relying on the name to market mm-hmm. it was badass. The is gonna change that. All like, right, they need people to go see it. You know what? I, there is something else I am looking forward to. Twenty eighteen, since New Mutants got moved out of the way, but uh, I didn't. Uh, I, I keep forgetting we, about this. The Predator. We're gonna watch New Mutants. The oh. Predator. The Predator. Yep. Predator and uh, yeah, Deadpool two. Yeah, there's Deadpool two. Uh, Slenderman is coming out, and like, let me talk to you about this for a minute. Let's Slenderman? not and like throw it in the garbage. <laughs> well, like here's here's the problem with it is like it's taking the tragedy where these two girls took their friend out and killed and tried to kill her mm-hmm. in real life. Yeah, because supposedly Slenderman told him to, and they got like many years in prison mm-hmm. and whatnot. Uh, but they're taking this tragedy. And they're turning it into a film, but with the real element of Slenderman. So not only are they, in a way, like making light of the girls' obvious men- mental instabilities, but they're like, they're just kind of like rubbing it in oh. the face of the families. It's really disrespectful. It's one that I will not be seeing, actually. I was huh. say, why would they even use that story? I would just have made up a different story that... using the Slenderman. Can they do that? Yeah, do don't they yeah, need they permission can, they... from the family? Nope, they um, don't. They, if they change, they... if they change the names enough, oh. and they change the scenario enough, they can't say based on a true story. At the exactly, beginning of the movie. exactly. Yeah. Huh? Um, wow. But it is like the tra- you watch the trailer, and it is very much about these. Like, I think they changed two to three, three girls dragging their friend out to the woods and they see Slenderman and they're like all they're worshipping and they're going to kill this girl it's probably hmm. more like they're just going to bully her and then it went real south because of the Slenderman what do you mean like they probably aren't going out there to kill her the in movie? the movie mm-hmm. it could be but they, I, I don't know bet like that that's what they're doing yeah to make light it's of just it. highly disrespectful and it's like why the fuck would you do something like you could take that story of the slender man and do like what the video games did they made yeah. a really interesting thing you could do a, maybe blair witch but yeah you yeah. could do something like you that. did you do not need to use what happened in real life for that no so that's unfortunate yeah but new mutants new mutants i want to see but like we're not we're gonna... not telling him a damn thing but we don't get to see it's it until moved. 2019 doesn't matter don't tell him a I damn won't. thing i won't tell him anything oh uh i guess halloween is supposed to come out how what is that what is that S- well so they got blumhouse bought the rights to do a new halloween movie and they are taking michael myers and they're pretending that only the first film ever existed and they oh, got oh yeah jamie lee curtis and is they back. got jamie lee curtis back yeah, hell yeah so it could be something good. And they got John Carpenter back. Wow. This could be something real fun. What was the last thing he did? I think The Ward, which was not very well received. Hmm. Um, yeah, like he's mainly been focused on his music. Hmm. Gotcha. He's stepped away from drifting. Well, we're at 245. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Two-part episode? 
Nah. This is for, this there, is for the hardcore fans, anyway, that care about our opinion, anyway. A lot of fluff know? in there and a lot of spoilers. You're a lot of fluff. <laughs> so. and Just spoilers. retain our voice, our personality. Don't destroy I'm going to listen to it. My theory about Shape of Water is in there. I'm just going to have to repeat it next time. <laughs> like, listen, he didn't do it. Like, listen, do you, guys, you guys remember the Shape of Water episode we did but didn't I'll do? I'll just release that episode, but it'll just be <laughs> you <laughs> saying theory. that. Matt's like, it's uh, five minutes, just Matt talking about the Shape of Water. <laughs> and that's it, folks. This has been a Second Mob podcast. For more audio content or information on this podcast, please visit secondmob.com. Bada bing, bada boom. Woo!